Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Warning. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Funny things that you think funny aren't funny. Give me talks all the time. I want talks all over me. The Alan Cox Show kicks ass, man. Welcome. Welcome. Show me what you got. What's up? What's up? My name is Alan Cox. Thanks for being here. Say hi to Bill Squire, who is right over there. Hey, creepy hugs, everyone! Thanks for listening to and watching this episode of the Alan Cox Show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share a cold one with the boys on March seventeenth at my bar crawl. <laughs> Eleven to one. Details at wmms.com. Yeah, yeah, might as well, right? Yeah. That's going to be the big St. Patty's Day party. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Santora is out. Pound cakes back behind the glass. Oh no. Oh no! Oh, come on, Billy! Melt it out! Scream! No! All right, maybe we'll just slap. I wonder what happens. What if I slap him? It'll work better. <laughs> we have all these problems with Pound Cake's microphone in there, and we're not sure why because nobody's really in there from day to day. Unless there's someone who's operating without our knowledge in that uh, studio, in that room. Nothing. That kind of, I hear a little bit. I hear like a tiny, tiny bit in the background. Yeah. Still sounds way back in the corner, though. Oh, this is nuts. Yeah, that's weird. Just, like, it gets He's going to be Tiny Pound Cake or something. Is it? Is it quiet now? Well, say something. Say something. Yeah, I have him up where I normally have him. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm potted all the way up. Uh, Do you have his EQ button in? Uh, I didn't even. Oh, because we're getting. I just, did the, I just did the slap. Let me go. Oh, okay. Go check the EQ. Well, you can you can see the EQ button. Well, no, because the EQ is usually what gives us the hiss. Right. That's yeah. Awesome. Hey, listen. But I'm saying Wait. he can push that. He knows. We found out we only have eight more months of this, so it's okay. Shouldn't be a problem. We thought we had a number of weeks. We have eight more months. Was that pretty confirmed? I think so. I haven't heard otherwise. Ay ay ay. Where'd he go? Oh, is he down there punching equipment? He's pushing buttons. Yeah. What about now? Eh, it's about the same. Oh, 
what's great is we get to do this on the air. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way to do it off the I air. Know, there's, I know. There's like no yeah. way to check. People think I'm screwing around. Yeah. It's uh, it's something you have to figure out by doing. You want me to go get Jason? No, he's gone. He left. Well, sorry. Huh? Give it another slappy on the side, like I was slappy doing. Slappy on the side. Yeah. It's the it's the equipment, or it's the, it's not the microphone. It's not the microphone. I think it's that processor. <laughs> no, nothing. No. Yeah. See, the trouble is, is that we're going to hit that so many times, it's going to stop working completely. completely. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I guess he's just going to be in there. Uh, hey, you know what you should do? Here's what you do. Uh, call one of the phone lines, Pancake. <laughs> you know what we can, what, what we can <laughs> actually do? <laughs> call the hotline. Here's what we can do. Uh-huh. Pull up teams. Alan, you pull up teams. Uh-huh. And then we can pot them up through that. Uh-huh. And it'll just be coming through. <laughs> We can try that. I don't know if that'll work, but I, I mean, it's I'll, worth I'll put a him shot. up through Clearview. Yeah. I mean, it's not working yet, but are you signed into Team? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's my best bet. Ladies and But it still might not work because it might be. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Please stand by. I need a new board in there. We should be able to. We should I swap. wouldn't. I, I don't think I'd even know how to bring him up in Teams. I mean, it's just a... Are you signed in? Yeah. Just start, like, a call with him once he's signed in. Program momentarily. And it sh- should just play like you're playing through the computer. Hmm. But I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm only on the receiving end, and we have... We expect to resume normal broadcasting right. But he'll hear us through the... He can hear us. He just... Mm. All right, are you on Teams now, Poundcake? I'm calling him. All right. You might have to put it into audition so you're going through the computer. <laughs> See, I shouldn't have yeah. to do any of this. No, you Ladies really shouldn't. But we are experiencing technical difficulties. But Please what else can on. we do? Put on a best of and go home. <laughs> how was the call quality? It ended the call and then asked me for a survey on how the call quality was. It was fantastic. Oh, he's calling me. Yeah. Well, hey, buddy. But are we going to hear him through the... uh... Through the microphone, yeah. Hmm. If it's going through the computer. No, I don't hear him. All right. Well... Yeah, we'll leave that. I'll figure it out. All right, well... We did the best that we, we could do, right? We have it we worked, better, it we worked better when Mary was in L.A. in Nashville than a room that's right next to us. I'll just bring him up on, uh, in the break, I'll bring him up on Clearview or something. Yeah. I was going down the rabbit hole of this morning of Home Improvement Reddit. And it's such a salve for the soul. You know what? Uh, I, it's the, I just love looking at people doing things now. You know, that's what... Um, you know, Chocolate Charlie started woodworking and stuff over the pandemic, and he's become quite accomplished. And he would post these long um, projects on his Instagram, and they were uh, so fun to watch. And uh, yeah, I'm, I have I'm no, enthralled. I, I like when he's uh, he, he puts a lot of responsibility on his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, uh, now hey, I need you to now, get over and stain that. Yeah, and now Chris has got to clean everything up. <laughs> Well, it's a um, uh, that's what a long term relationship is. Yeah. It's compromise. Mm-hmm. It is it is a division of labor, and so. Uh, but yeah, I, I was uh, spending an inordinate amount of time 
on uh, because you really can. We've talked about this before when it comes to social media and people getting uh, very, very stressed and upset by what they see. That's really on you because you can cultivate your own experience. You can curate everything you see. Uh, I don't see relatives of mine arguing about politics on Facebook. A, I'm not on there that much. B, when I am, that's not what I see because that, that, that's not the experience I've curated for myself. Uh, but, uh, boy, the home improvement stuff, I just cannot get enough of that. I, I follow guys from Canada on Instagram. I got this kid in New Hampshire who's like a lawn expert or something. I love it. I can't get enough of that. I like when it's stuff that I never even thought about how it's made or how it's built or anything like that. Like, Hello. What there happened? he is. Jason worked his magic. What did he do? <laughs> I don't know. He he did a boom, beat up, but up, up. And hit it, and it worked. Well, you should take notes on what he did so that you can replicate that later on. He literally just slapped it. He hit the board. Hit the board. board. All right. Well, listen. Okay. Okay. I have to think that Poundcake tried that. Okay. Thank you. I don't know. (laughs) Ratchet. So ratchet. Hey, listen. We've only got eight more months. It's going to be fine. But, uh, yeah, the home improvement stuff, I can't get enough. I saw a guy. He's restoring an old candy, like... Like hard candy machine and doing a lot of welding and painting and all the process that goes into that and it's So fascinating to just watch that because they're quick too and I like that because it's you know Sometimes on those home improvement shows they really drag everything out Mm -hmm. and these ones are you know At most three minutes long on TikTok, and they are very fun to watch and they're frankly great advertisements too because i'll watch something and i'll go i'm not quite sure what this guy's doing but i've determined that i need that piece of equipment now and then i'll go out and get the and i don't have that kind of space i don't have like a shop i don't have a giant uh room to do these things in and frankly i don't have any projects on the brain i'm just you know i've taught myself a little bit of wiring and you know things i can do around the house but i'm just fascinated by those things because they're apolitical they're, uh, they have, you know, you can just immerse yourself mm-hmm. in these kinds of things. They're constructive, not destructive, unless somebody is doing a renovation. That's fun, too. Less sledgehammering going on. Yeah, well, when, when they do the renovations and they'll, you know, Erica does a lot of these where she will do these DIY projects and they're, you know, they're easy, they're, but they're so effective and she really can transform a space with something in a very uh, affordable way. And you don't have to know how to do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You just got to be a little bit clever. Make sure you move your clock ahead an hour this weekend. Because it sucks when you come early. Incredibly disappointed. Or is it late? Well, that ruins the whole joke, doesn't it? A timely reminder from the Alan Cox Show. 100.7 WMMS. Today is pro. Oh, yeah. It's March 11th. It's 311 day, bro. These guys are in Vegas tonight celebrating with all the 311 heads. I don't know. They're still out there, man. I like 311. They're nice guys. They've been around a hell of a lot longer than anybody thought they'd be. You know these guys, Pound Cake? 311? I've heard of them. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think they're coming to Cleveland. They're doing a lot of dates this summer. I don't think Cleveland is one of them. So if you were a huge 311 fan, you'd have to travel. Cavaliers are in Miami tonight. They're going to play the Heat at 8 o'clock here on MMS and on the iHeartRadio app. If you want to listen there, you can. 
Uh, tomorrow night they'll be in Chicago to play the Bulls of the United Center. That'll be an 8 o'clock tip. And then Sunday off back here Monday against the Clippers. Pretty soon we're going to be talking about Guardians baseball, too. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Spring training begins today, right? They're out there throwing balls around? I think they're, yeah, they're getting going, and then I think the first spring training games are on Sunday. Okay. So. April 8th, uh, they will open the season against Kansas City. Then the home opener is here on April the 15th. They'll play the San Francisco Giants. Ah, that classic Gladiators Giants <laughs> rivalry. It's a great way to start the season. Well, I, I got to develop yeah. new rivalries, yeah. right? Who do the Giants have? I don't know. I don't know. I think they're a good team, though. Okay. Well, everybody starts at uh, everybody starts at zero this time of year. Everybody's a a five hundred team. I'm Who glad knows? that they're able to get all hundred. 162 games in two. That's be a nice. lot of yeah. doubleheaders. Yeah. <laughs> and they went back to nine-inning doubleheaders, I think, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. For a while, they were doing seven-inning doubleheaders. Yeah. So I think that was part of the... Part of the argument was that they wanted to add innings back to the doubleheaders. I don't know. The owners wanted that, I assume. We want to get we want to squeeze as much out of you guys as we possibly can. So Guardians... You're getting baseball. half days on a, du- on a double. You're getting... You're not working as much. Right. You're still playing 14 innings, yeah. though, in a doubleheader. They're like, no, we want you playing full games. I'm going to burn you guys out. So Guardians baseball, very, very soon, uh, is going to be starting here on MMS, your FM home for Cleveland Guardians baseball. And uh, the iHeartRadio app. You said, who is this uh, Boston College player you sent me? Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know why this made me laugh so hard, but it just... Killed me when I saw it today on Twitter. CJ is Megan Gailey's husband, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. This guy, CJ Teledano, who's done some writing. Mm-hmm. His tweet was, never was a big college basketball fan, but this remains one of my favorite clips of all time. And, and your comment to me was that this sounds like a comment that Pound Cake would make. Right. Because it comes so out of nowhere. He gets so emotional. He's in, I don't want to ruin it because the reveal is the best. Where it's you know he's taking this time he he like puts his hands or like his head down and he's like trying to hold back tears and you think he's gonna say something so significant. I'm trying to see his name. I think his name's Travis Clifford. Maybe this is a player who's leaving the Boston College yeah. basketball team. I think this team. is a few years old too. Yeah. Cliff, what's your what are you gonna take away as your best memory from playing basketball at Boston College? He gets emotional. Probably just like. Sitting next to the coach, got his head down. He's composing himself before he continues his answer. Going out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That is so me. He drops his head, and you think it's going to yeah. be some long soliloquy right. about his time at BC yeah. and the the you know friendship with the players, that camaraderie. The camaraderie, yep. You know, being you know just. It, it's such a big thing, and he goes, I like going out to eat. <laughs> I like going out to eat. There's a lot of great restaurants by Boston College, and boy, mm-hmm. we used to go to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> We'd run across mm-hmm. the quad, get some food at the Playa Bowls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the type of thing like pound cake would be at the Oscars or something, and the only thing he would talk about is the food and the bag that he got. 
The goodie yeah, bag. Goodie bag. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally me. Yeah. And that's why that like I immediately thought of you when I saw that. I was like, that is a the most pound cake answer you could get. Honestly, like once I it, I think the Shake Shack was my favorite. <laughs> well, we'd go over there. Was, there was a there was a press juice cafe. When we ah. play teams in the south, and I got to go to Bojangles. <laughs> Chicken it was, was so good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I really feel like if. I won the Super Bowl. You know how they ask, like, you just won the Super Bowl. Where do, what are you gonna go? What are you gonna do next? I'd be like, oh my god, I can't wait to feast. Like, I'm literally gonna feast for days off of this. What position would you be playing in the Super Bowl? Um, tight end. <laughs> Not from what I've heard. So you say I can't wait to go feast after this Super Bowl. You'd want to fill the Lombardi Trophy with the uh, with the uh, pudding or something. Yeah. Large curd cottage cheese. Mmm. All right. So before the game, rather than going over film, you'd be uh, checking out uh, the the restaurants in the city where the Super Bowl was happening. Hell yeah! Be like, we're going to be playing in Miami. I got to see where there's like yeah, uh, uh, chicken Bay, all the right. right? Isn't he there? <laughs> Salt Bay. You'd be hitting Yelp to see where the locals like to eat. Yeah. No. I. You get a nice. Uh, w- w- how'd you describe? A nice smooth steak. <laughs> Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah, when we went to dinner with Mary the, yeah, for right. her uh, one-year sober anniversary, you're like, dude, this steak is so smooth. A smooth steak is yeah. how you described it? Where was this? Red. We went to Red Steakhouse. You guys went to Red, and you said, this is such a smooth steak? Yeah. Do you usually see raggedy, rough steaks? Ra- like... <laughs> What is a smooth steak? I don't know. I, that's huh. just what I felt at the <laughs> that's time. What, yeah, that's I, I was like, it sits on my tongue so smooth. <laughs> wow. Do you have butter on it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it was a great steak, but I was, one of those things was... He was describing his mouthfeel, yeah, too. Yeah, his mouthfeel was Last thing smooth. you want to hear at dinner. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a Chick-fil-A not far from Boston College. So maybe this guy was... Uh, I think that clip's only a few years old. I think it's super old. Yeah, I think it's like probably two or three years old. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, because <laughs> it's such a long pause. I mean, it's probably a good 12 seconds. Right? Uh, uh, his last name is Clifford, so they call him Cliff, right? Yeah. Hey, Cliff, what do you give this? Uh, uh, both here at, uh, at Boston College, uh, just play with the guys, or uh, what's it going to be? It's... Are you playing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's so long. Going out to eat. <laughs> I wish he had Going given us. <laughs> I wish he had given us more information. I yeah. wish he would have said. I mean, because he he could have said going out to eat with the boys. He didn't say that. No. And obviously he's emotional, so maybe he didn't have a full, uh, you know, use of his words or whatever. But I wish he would have told us where. Yeah. They like to eat that could engender that kind of emotion from him. Really pull it out of him. I really think, those nights at the spaghetti warehouse. I really think what he was saying is, you know, the the t- like the, the way I interpret it is he liked after the game when they're all together and they're kind of reminiscing about what happened on the court and kind of going over things and just you know being teammates and having fun. But he sandwiched it all down to going out to eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's from a family that never goes out to eat. So that's why he wanted to play college basketball, because he's like, for years and years and years, I've wanted to eat at a restaurant. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and 
And Listen, I I'm, finally got my chance. I'm not from Newton, Massachusetts. I'm from Thibodeau, Louisiana. So when it came all the way up here to the north with you Yankees, I heard there were things called a restaurant. <laughs> Allen opening day is the seventh, not the eighth. Yeah, but the Indians don't. Or Indians. That's going to take a while. The Guardians, I don't think, play on the seventh. I thought they played on the eighth. I thought their first game was on the eighth. I could be wrong. Um, hey, Woody, what's going on? Alan. Yep. Boop. How's your day, brother? So far, so good. Hey, uh, I want to wish uh, you guys a very happy weekend. I'm driving home in uh, snow slash rain from a long day in the mine. Snow slash rain. Oh, are you on the? Is it snowing on the east side? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did. I I just got over here by uh, east two two two. Okay. And it's uh, snowing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm driving right now to get a Chick Fil A sandwich for my girl from Iowa. She's never had a Chick Fil A sandwich, and I want to know what if, if Cody can remember his first Chick Fil A sandwich. And what it what it did for him? I did not have Chick Fil A, and I I don't believe so because there wasn't a Chick Fil A near me growing up. The only time I had Chick Fil A, the first time I had Chick Fil A, I think was in college because they, we had like a warmer in like our um, little student shop, and I picked one up and I loved it ever since. And then I found out it was homophobic, and I was like, I love it even more. Taste the hate. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm really excited because you know. I've talked, you know, she's been here uh, for a while, and she's never had a Chick-fil-A sandwich because they don't have them out. Uh, I don't believe they have them uh, west of the Mississippi River. Yeah, they do. They do? Yeah, they got them in Des Moines, and they have them. Yeah, Chick-fil-A's are everywhere now. Uh, well, uh, obviously, they don't have them in my small hometown of Carol, Iowa. Woody, are um, you tra- are you taking are you taking the long way around to telling us that you have her chained to a radiator and she can't get herself to a Chick Fil A? <laughs> you got me. Is there like a black snake moan situation going on at Casa Woody that we should be aware of? Well, it's a Caucasian snake moan. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's Chick-fil-A's everywhere now. They're putting new ones up every... I don't know if it's coincidence, but the last three Chick-fil-A's I've seen go up in various cities were where they tore down old Ruby Tuesday restaurants. Yeah, yeah, but, but you know I grew up in a very, very small town. You know, I, we've talked about that before. And, yes. You know, my, my hometown is population 8,000. Understood, but, but but your comment about west of the Mississippi was... Well, I, was I was just responding to... they have There's Chick-fil-A's all over the place, yeah. Probably not, you're right, not in your hometown, but, you know. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited about uh, having her. uh... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter. Not yet spring. But a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak. Maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy... 
They'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation Windows? They'll throw in cabs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation windows can be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call to Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. Die out of Chick-fil-A, and because, it, it, you know, hands down, it's the best chicken sandwich out there. That's what they say, boy. I mean, no, I, Matt Popeye's one I, yeah, way Matt better. Matt Popeye's was really good, boy. I don't, and, uh, you know, if I'm really craving a chicken sandwich, oh. I'm going to Wendy's. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, that honey butter chicken. You could probably get yeah. one of those anytime. Mm-hmm. Probably get one um, in the, the morning or at night. Well, you can or... get you can you can get the uh, honey butter chicken biscuit all the time. Hot honey. No, I'm sorry. Hot honey chicken biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, no. That that one what? is breakfast hours only. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well. Anyway. Thank you, Woody. Uh, he took really. He's very excited for his. A girl to have a Chick-fil-A sandwich. So clearly things are going great uh, out there at uh, Casa Woody. But listen, the the weekend, it isn't. we're losing an hour, and it's not even underway yet. So we could, and I thought about this. I gave this a bit of thought. I ultimately decided against it for the sake of continuity. But in, uh, in uh, messing with the space-time continuum, I thought, well, if we're losing an hour then we should begin the weekend an hour early. And the Bill Squire Friday get-down is how we know the weekend's around here. But I ultimately decided against it. Because it's going to throw people off. Because daylight saving time is like the wee wee hours of Saturday into Sunday. Or very, very early Sunday morning. So I didn't want to throw anybody off. Alan, they took Rick, and now we're stuck with Woody. Listen, we're not stuck with Woody, all right? Woody's been a regular caller for a long time. Woody's a mensch. But we did... Um, but who's we they, him. by the way? Yeah. Does this person know something I don't know? They took Rick. Who's they? I think... Uh, he means the proverbial they, like the, probably, the universe? Yeah. or Okay. Take me instead kind of situation. Take me instead. <laughs> I don't care what you do, just leave Rick behind and, uh... I just call in and just write us some, you know, just getting in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still getting messages from people about Rick. Well, people and are I really ima- broken up about yeah, it. Yeah, I it's... imagine that I will for a while, too. Yeah. So. Hawaii's first Chick-fil-A opens this summer. Now, Cody, you have got, uh, you've got a window of time there. Uh, to get yourself to Hawaii. I don't know which of the islands is going to have it. But um, imagine that. Going to the first Chick-fil-A in Hawaii. There you are just inhaling this sandwich on a beach. And you look over and you know there's going to be some sus dude in Bermuda shorts. <laughs> because wa- <laughs> that's what you like. That's what you say. I'm just quoting you. Okay. Isn't that what you like? Yes. 
Yeah. So I mean, what are you asking me for? I'm just saying. Okay. I'm, I'm just repeating your words back to you. I mean, it's not the only thing I like. Yes, I enjoy them. But, you have a uh, proclivity towards that. No, they like me. It, but you don't You don't send them off. You don't go, sorry, I'm not your guy. You take great pride in it. Who, who would? Who, who would what? Send who, them off. Yeah. <laughs> who would send them off? I, I probably don't know. Would. I don't know. Yeah, no, I was going to say. But I've never in that yeah. situation, so I guess we'll have to find yeah, out. Yeah, you know, someone <laughs> with confidence, self-esteem, you know, integrity. You send them off because they go, hey, listen, I don't want my wife to find out that I'm in a closet with a dude. I protect the privacy. I know. That's why it's the, you know, discretion is the better part of valor. They do say that. You got a friend in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I'm never going to be able to watch Toy Story ever again now that he's attached <laughs> that song to his squeaky time. Dad, can we watch Toy Story? Absolutely not. I'm sorry. Gunkle Pound Cake has ruined mm-hmm. that movie forever. No, we're not going to watch that. Does he ruin all of Randy Newman's songs for you? Or just that one? No, just that one. Just that one. Okay. Yeah, nobody's going to ruin short people for me. Nobody will ever <laughs> ruin short people. What about rednecks? Don't know rednecks. You don't know rednecks? Nope. Oh, I don't know if that's one that they play anymore. A Randy Newman song? Yeah. Oh. Is this short people? Short people. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, don't play Rednecks. It's got a... No, I'm not going to play Rednecks. Well, has it got like curses and things in it? It's got a N-word. Really? Yeah. From Randy Newman? Yeah, but he's singing as... He's making fun of Rednecks. Still. But it's still, yeah. That's heavy duty. Yeah. took so much heat for this song, and he's like, you guys know that I'm kidding around, right? You... Well, that's kind of the same thing with Rednecks. It's, yeah. a, it's a very tongue-in-cheek song. Right. I wish he did more songs about the cities that he likes and doesn't like. <laughs> I know how he feels I'll about t- L.A. I was going to say, I'll tell you, he really likes Los Angeles. Yeah, but I don't have any idea how he feels about Albuquerque. Oh. Warm about Albuquerque. Schenectady's fine with me. This should be the Randy Newman road trip songs. I love LA. Is he still alive? Randy Newman? Yeah. That's a good question. I think that he is. I think he is too. Randy Newman, yes. He is 78 years old. And, um,. Yeah, he's gray and he's, Mm -hmm. you know, walking around in a Hawaiian shirt and he's fat and he's still sitting at the piano from time to time. I'd go to a Randy Newman concert. You can go to Wikipedia, and all I look for now is the is or the was. Yeah. Because if they're dead, it'll say was. Yeah. Randy Newman is. Yeah, he's still alive. You'd go see a whole show of Randy Newman? I'd go to Randy Newman. I think he's got a very, very distinctive voice, but I don't know if I would want to sit through a whole show of his music. He's uh, doing the Jazz Festival, though, in New Orleans in May. Mm. If you want to go see him. Maybe he'll sing Rednecks. Oh, I doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) In New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah, well, New Orleans is different from the rest of the South. You're practically in Paris. Our phone operators are standing by with their thumbs up their asses waiting for you to call. So call. Call the Alan Cox Show. 216-578-1007 or 1-800-348-1007. There's a red moon rising. 
Cuyahoga River Rolling into Cleveland to the lake There's a red moon rising On the Cuyahoga River Rolling into Cleveland to the lake There's an oil you know, Randy Newman's song about Cleveland actually before his song about Los Angeles. Could it be that we first learned his thoughts on various U.S. cities right here in Cleveland? Wasn't this in Major League? Yeah, this is in, Ma- yeah, this is in Major League. I forgot about this song. The song's called Burn On. In 1972, he did this. A lot of people also tell me he had a Putin song. <laughs> this is, of course, uh, on Hidden Track on Toy Story. Putting his pants on, one leg at a time. He's just like a regular fella. He ain't nothing like a regular fella. Putting his hat on, hat size number nine. You saying Putin's getting big headed? Putin says just fine. It's just fine. Guy playing the drums there, by the way, is a guy named Matt Chamberlain, who was little known as the uh, little rock and roll factoid for it. He was the second drummer for Pearl Jam, and he was only with the band for a cup of coffee. He's in the video for the song Alive, if you look closely. A guy named Matt Chamberlain playing the drums. And then he left Pearl Jam to join the Saturday Night Live band. Oh, wow. Because in the early 90s, people were like, listen, this this thing, this Pearl Jam thing ain't going to go anywhere. They'd already gone through one drummer. Matt Chamberlain comes in. He goes, nah, I'm going to go play for Saturday Night Live. Which at that point, you know, they were 20 years in. Almost. Anywho, Cavaliers are in Miami tonight to play uh, the Miami Heat, who are a good team. I think they got a lot of injuries right now, though, so I feel like we have a chance. They're number one in the East. Yeah. They do have a lot of injuries. I think, like, Jimmy Butler's out. I think Chris uh, Bosh is out. Yeah, he's been out for a while. Dwayne Wade's out. Also for a while. LeBron. (laughs) Pat Riley's out. A lot of people are out right now. You're right. So. Well, Pat Riley's still with the team. Is he really? He's in the front office? He's in the front office. Oh. Who else they got? Kyle Lowry, who's down there? Kyle Lowry. They got Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero? Yeah. That's a guy that Pound Cake would definitely have a crush on. Oh, uh, is it spelled like the sandwich? Is it H- G-Y-R-O? H-E-R-R-O. Yeah. Oh, Hero? It's Hero or Hero? It's Hero, yeah. Oh, okay. And then there's ta- Bam Adebayo. Adebayo. Yeah. P.J. Tucker. Oh, yeah. One of the best. Uh, Victor Oladipo. He's got one of the best sneaker collections in the world. P.J. Tucker does? Yep. He was in Rush Hour with Jackie Chan, right? No, the, no, no, that's his brother Chris. Oh, okay. I can't. It's hard to keep people straight. That's what uh, they keep saying on the right. <laughs> Speaking of Florida, so the Cavs are in Miami tonight for an 8 o'clock uh, tip-off against the Heat. And, of course, you can hear it here on WMMS and also on the iHeartRadio app, which is free. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Uh, it's absolutely free doesn't cost you one thin gilder, and after using it for a little while, you'll know why. But it's there for you, and you can uh, dig into it 
at your leisure. Also in Florida, a guy got, uh, grabs a felony charge for firing a gun into the air because his neighbor was blowing the leaves. And uh, he wasn't pleased. This is a guy who was kind of known in the neighborhood for being literally a loose cannon. And he's out there. I do like the, the, I like the mental image of this guy there. He's the stereotypical guy out there wearing just a bathrobe and a holster on his hip. Mm-hmm. And this is not like a poor neighborhood. This is a well-to-do neighborhood. This guy's standing on the lawn of a $2 million house in Florida. And he's kind of known in the neighborhood for being that guy. And he's screaming at his next-door neighbor. And um, For doing yard work. The guy was doing yard work at like a little bit before 8 a.m. And this guy he fires one round into the air. And then he does it about six or seven more times. Which is probably a little more alarming and a little more disrespectful than using a leaf blower, Except, in are, my opinion. Except are you going to hear it over the leaf blower? I think so. Leaf blowers are really loud. But guns are also really loud. Yeah, so the neighbor calls the cops, and they show up, and the dude's standing there in a robe and a holster, uh, screaming at the guy pointed the pistol at the neighbor's dog and said, I'm going to shoot your effing dog if you don't turn off the leaf blower. I like the story. It has a picture of a leaf blower. This was the uh, this is the instrument in question. If you keep using the blower, I'll shoot you too. I know it's kind of a cliche, but I remember from living in Los Angeles many, many years ago, I mean, I would have been happy if the leaf blowing had started at 745. I was up very, very early in those days, but still. You know, you get used to, there are some municipalities where nobody can be doing anything like that before like 830 or 9 a.m. There's noise ordinances based on where you live. But they aren't enforced by your neighbors with a gun. Correct. That's not how you enforce that. Somebody will usually call and complain to someone else. There's got to be some sort of situation where if you use a gun like that guy's using a gun, you shouldn't be able to have a gun. Like, he's just using it, he's not using it to protect himself, he's using it for intimidation. And he should not be able to have it. Yeah, I don't, especially in Florida, I don't know, I don't know what the, you probably drive yourself crazy trying to figure out what kind of regulations actually exist. Uh, Cops show up and he's still screaming and they said that he uh, appeared to be intoxicated. They said they could smell booze on him. Well, then that is a crime. And he was slurring his speech at 7.30 in the morning. Isn't that uh, a This guy's having a good time. If you are using a firearm while intoxicated? Yeah. Uh, He got a felony charge. He grabbed him. They picked up seven or eight shell casings from the property line. Again, this isn't like a trailer park. You know what I mean? These are like million-dollar houses these people are living in. And um, they grabbed this guy, and other people in the neighborhood said that this wasn't the first kind of incident. With the guy. Like that. With the guy. Yeah. And he'd only moved in about a year ago. All these houses have... They always use Koi Pond as a selling point for these. Koi Pond. It's got a Koi Pond. Like, you know, if it was 1985, I could see where that might be like the height of luxury. But koi Pond a, is cool, but... A Koi Pond, yeah, but like as a selling... Maintain. Is it? It can't be. It seems like something that's so prevalent because they're probably super easy to maintain. Koi can be a great way to keep fish. I mean, I don't know anything about them. 
I don't know how hardy they are. My parents I don't know. have a pond, and I don't know if it's a technically a koi pond because I don't think there's any koi left in it. Mostly it's frogs, but right. they have a little pond like that, and maybe they need koi. They need something in there because it just gets so uh, so much. Algae and, algae and stuff, and, and stuff yeah, I guess like, I don't. What's that on the top? Like the, I guess it's algae. It's algae, yeah. yeah. yeah so. I just don't understand the appeal of a koi pond. And then also, if you, I don't know how it would be in Florida, but this one, like cleaning all the leaves out of it, were was a not fun job to do. Well, it's like having any kind of pool. Yeah. You got to skim it. You yeah. got to, you know, if there's lily pads or whatever. Mm-hmm. But and when it looks not, it looks great when it's nice and maintained. It's just a lot of work to keep it that way. I guess. But I mean, a guy like you, you you're a lawn guy now, so I feel like maybe a koi pond or some sort of meditation pond, maybe is in your future. And I don't want to be taking care of any body of water on my property. I don't want that. Like fountain, we don't have a pool. A little fountain. We don't. No, no. Because then, like, if something gets screwy, you got a plumber out there, or you got to figure it out yourself, or there's like a water line you got to run. I don't need it. You say that now, but then you're gonna see a TikTok where you, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm, and all of a sudden. You got a little bird bath going. <laughs> I see a lot of cool stuff, but the first thing I think of, literally, if I'm like, if we're at like someone else's house or like in the summertime, if we're at a neighbor's place or something, you know, usually if we're hang, if our children know each other, and so you're put into these social situations with other parents, and the first thing I always think to myself is when I see something like that is. Man, they'd be a bitch to maintain. That's all I can think of is, God, that must be a pain to maintain. So if somebody had a pond or a fountain or, I, you know. That's what I think when I, I'm uh, moving towards getting into a relationship again. It's a lot to maintain. I'm going to have to call a plumber for this thing. And, man, it's going to overflow. I just know it. There's going to be water everywhere if I date this chick. I mean, that happens. Yeah! Yeah, he get it. He so get it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Because they spill things. Yeah! <laughs> so, they grabbed this guy and I guess took his firearm from did, him or did whatever. Did you see the I-71 shooter down in Columbus? Uh-uh. This is crazy. When was this? Scary. This was this morning. Oh, yeah? Like 9 a.m., like, like just before 10 a.m., there was a guy shooting cars going down the highway, just shooting at him, and then... There's a video of him like running away from the cops and like shooting at the cops, and I think the cops wounded him and have him in custody now. Was this on body cam video? No, it was just a passerby, like someone's driving by, and the cops start shooting at this guy. After I mean, he shot at the cops first. It's crazy. It's on Twitter. Highway shooters are terrifying. But remember the DC shooter all those years ago, John Lee Malvo or whatever? They were like hiding in the trunk of a car. And they had a little pinhole cut out so they could get the, the barrel through or whatever. You know, it would be near impossible to, to nail that stuff down. Yeah, that's right. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Just before the show, and it's nuts. Hmm. I'll uh, retweet this video. The suspect is in critical condition, they said. Wow. Is Columbus traffic bad? I don't know. I don't really know much about it Columbus. Can be. It, it can be. I mean, it's yeah. more populated than Cleveland. So at rush hour, it was definitely populated. For sure. hmm. All right. Well, there you go. That'll that'll clear up when they get that Intel plant down there. When they start making microchips, everything is going to uh, everything's going to zero out, and they're going to be just fine. Yeah. Well, that's how you know you're living life, boy. When you're just driving along. 
and then uh, you know your car's taking bullets. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he hurt anybody though. I don't think he hit. I think he just hit cars. Hmm. So I think that's good. But that, yeah, that I just retweeted the video of the guy. He's just kind of walking down the highway, and then he starts shooting at the cops, and the cops start shooting at him. He's like trying to run, like he's trying to dodge the bullet. He's like, "Mud, you're gonna get shot." <laughs> It's not how it works. Alan, I had a neighbor. Every Saturday morning, he would mow his lawn at 7 a.m. until his mower was suddenly missing random parts. See, that's... Uh, <laughs> how do you... How do you, I, I like the notion of that. How do you get the random parts? Do you sneak in? I mean, he leaves his garage. Garage open. is open, and yeah. then you go over there. you got to find... Yeah, you pull out I, a spark plug. Yeah, I like the Mission Impossible vibe of that. you getting in there. Again... I I don't cotton to messing with people's stuff, but uh, you know, yeah, seven a.m. is too early to be mowing the lawn. Well, and again, a lot of places have noise ordinances, so yeah. you're literally like you're you you're not supposed to do that. But I'll tell you what, where I live, I don't think you can do anything before eight a.m. I think same with me. There will be uh, mornings in the summer if I have a lot of stuff to do. I'm out there at seven fifty nine, and I'm running a stopwatch. <laughs> And I have an electric lawnmower, so it's not like I'm out there, you know, kicking up clo- uh, kicking up smoke or anything like that, making a ton of noise. Mine kind of hums. But still, I don't want to give people a hard time. But I will be out there at 8 a.m. sharp taking care of business. I've never used an electric lawnmower. How is that thing? Great. Is Love it? it. Yep. I had one of those, like, the, the old-timey ones. It's like a newer version of it, but it was the one that has the rotating blade and it's like powered by you oh a band mower yeah is that what they call it yeah that was all right your ex-wife had one of those and i think i borrowed yeah. it from her one time because i wanted to try it out yeah and that was I, the one that, boy yeah. that was a workout yeah because if they're not oiled properly like you really got to get your shoulder into it well you really have to uh get your shoulder into it you have to push but also uh you can't go over any like if the grass is even thick at all you're like it's not getting through yeah you got to get yeah. momentum on it and then yeah that thing yeah. was I mean, I would maintain the grass so I, it, it was fast and easy when we were using it on like a small yard, so that was fine. But uh, if I had to do any, anything bigger than what I was doing, no way. I have two clients with ornamental ponds. They're about a grand a month in pond chemicals alone. Jeez. Another fa- It's not. Alan, I work for a pond management company. Imagine that. Pond I work in management. pond management. That's great. That's what I'm going to start telling people I do when I meet them for the first time. Uh, pond, James Pond. I, I work in <laughs> pond management. Oh, is that rewarding work? Yeah, it's fine. It's, uh, yeah, ponds, fountains, you know. It's uh, it's, do, it's a good way to make a splash. Yeah, how, how did you get started in that? You know, I was, uh, I was sitting uh, on a beach one time. And I looked out at the ocean, and I thought, you know, I bet I could handle a smaller version of that <laughs> and probably uh, turn a nice little profit. Yeah, I started with lakes, and it just wasn't my thing. I, mean, I like uh, the the small town feel of a pond. Mm-hmm. I something a little more homey. Mm-hmm. Something I could look at and enjoy and know that I, you know, just really spin this yarn for somebody that you're talking to. Really just pulling information out of your ass. We had a big pond behind my house growing up. It like was, a natural pond, though. Uh, I think it, it was, but then I th- think uh, my dad dug it out eventually and made it even bigger. But it was, you know, it was just a, it wasn't 
full size lake. You couldn't. You could take like a rowboat on it. No, but I mean, it wasn't but, yeah. something that, like your dad had built. Or no, no, it was just something that was not a on our property. Pond, yeah. We had a little dock on it. We'd go swimming in it. Put a little zip line over it. I remember one time we had the zip line over it, and uh, like a family friend was trying to go down it. And she fell right off of it. Oh. Like she goes off and just slapped down into the mud below. Oh. Like she was just in the water, but like at the very bank. So like you saw this print in the mud <laughs> oh, where no. she hit the of her face. Yeah. Uh, it was it was her hip. Oh, her hip. Uh, she yeah. Yeah, she tiny had, Woodstock. She had a there. pretty good bruise. It was it was uh, alarming. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter, not yet spring, but a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak, maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, they'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in Cavs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your WindowNation windows can be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted WindowNation for their homes. WindowNation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say, Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. Hmm. Yeah. So what do you do? Like if I'm at a wedding or something mm. out of town, one of these, you know, we've got one of those coming up, a couple coming up this year. What do you do? I'm in pond management. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I'll be at a function and word will get around and somebody go, are you the guy that does radio? And if I'll say yes, because why would I say no? Now I'm going to say, I, I am not actually, no. I'm in pond management. And I'll read up enough to have a couple of pieces of information that you could check and and uh, confirm, but the rest of it will be all made up. And I'll keep talking about it to the point where they will eventually be sorry they asked, and they'll quietly walk away. And then word will get around. Don't talk to the pond management guy. <laughs> you see that guy over there? He's in pond management. He's very, yeah, he's, all he talks about is ponds. But then there will be other people at the event who will know what I do, and they'll go, that guy? No, that guy's not. Yeah, don't talk to him. You want to get your ear talked off about ponds? Talk to that guy. Now I have a neighbor who mows until 11 p.m. sometimes. Listen, they do put headlights on your mower. <laughs> That's not so you don't use them. That's so you're out there at night. Turn your light on. I've never mowed at night. I've never had to use my headlights. But I do like the notion of that. Somewhere along the line, they go, we should really be putting headlights on lawnmowers. Because back in the day, they were like, well, nobody's going to use this past sundown. you got to get your work done by sundown. Then it's supper time. 
just one more reason we can get rid of daylight savings time. That's right. We have lights on everything. Then. That's right. You don't need a. You don't need the sun to. The farm. sun used to tell you mm-hmm. when the workday was. Not anymore. It's any time. Oh, this weather outside is gross. Yeah, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Yep, there it is. It's going to be... Now, instead of stocks and bonds, your company is Cox and Ponds. <laughs> that's what I'm calling it. There you go. Yep. Cox and Ponds. And that's what I'm going to call the boat. It's going to be a multi-level marketing <laughs> a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to invest in my pond management company? No. Pound cake, would you like to invest in my pond management company? No. We'll deal in small bodies of water and cold cream. Cold cream. <laughs> Anyone? Um, um, no, I don't get that one. Oh, ponds cold cream. Oh, I don't it's old timey. Uh, they'll make yeah, little like face back. wipes yeah. and things. Yeah. Ask your mom. She probably I, knows. I, I remember ponds. Now. Mom, ponds cold cream. Anything? We weren't much of a cold cream family, I don't feel like. (laughs) Cold cream is like to remove makeup, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah, it's old timey. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we weren't much of a cold cream family. We did have a natural pond, (laughs) so we didn't spend a lot of time dealing with cold cream. We're more of a petroleum jelly. There you go. Yep. Vaseline. Vaseline Vaseline. all day long. Either that or a little bit of hot cream here Mm. and there. No cold cream for us. <laughs> That's why there are so many kids, because of the hot cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alan, come fall when I need to mulch the leaves, I mow well into the dark. All right, well, listen, you do your thing. Yeah. Don't you remember Ponda Replay, that Rihanna song, Ponda? Mm-hmm. It was that, her yeah. first single. Yeah. My, how far she's come. How far? Yeah. Now she's got a baby in there. She's a billionaire. A billionaire. That's what they say. But they make all their money from, like, cosmetics, don't they? So? Be you have, yeah, you I have know, but investments. Like, you would, I know. I understand. I don't, I, I don't think they're just trying to make their money off of, I mean, music. Is there anybody that could be a billionaire just from music? I don't think so. But, I mean, yeah. if, well, Paul McCartney. Yeah. But that is an extreme case. I mean, you, yeah. you, you occupy a singular part of the musical universe. There's only one of you, and nobody else has ever done what you've done. So there, there is one person like that. But it would be weird to be a musical artist and somebody that's you know built their career on that, but then you get crazy rich from something else. Well, there's so many. Because that's not what you set out to do. You set out to make music and to create, and then they're but like. But the music's what gave you the opportunity to. Yeah, no, it's great. That's. M- money. Sure. Who's the one that. Is it. Uh, she was in Honey. Jessica Alba. Jessica yeah, Alba. Isn't she a billionaire or something off of yeah, that? Yeah, the Honest Company. Yeah, the Honest Company. Yeah. Company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they make a good product. Wash my kids' hair with it. She is like. Was she an A list actress when she acted? Uh, I don't know if she was A-list. She got a lot of work. None of her movies were especially good. That's what I'm saying. They, she, she had like she got big off that off a TV show. There's a TV show called Dark Angel, and that's what she got big off of. She's crazy hot, but like She's I so didn't hot. I didn't know that she was like if she was a big star before. She was she more made that I think company. because she was so pretty, and then I think she was one of those actresses that said like I can't get the roles that I want because I'm too pretty. Jessica Biel had the same problem. Too pretty. Yeah, they, they would say, <laughs> that like, what nah, they say? too pretty. I'm too I'm pretty. I'm too hot right. to be in these movies. I'm too Nobody's hot. going to believe it. Oh, and also, I don't act too well either. Mm-hmm. There's part of that, too. No, she was in Sin City, and she was in Fantastic Four. And, but she I was would a, say she's A-list. 
Would you? Yeah. Again, she did a lot of stuff. Like, you knew her when you saw her, but she did a oh, lot of bad so movies. she was so hot in Sin City. A lot of bad movies. Man, she was hot in Sin, Sin City. Machete and, yeah. you know, machete, machete. I'm going to give you more of what you've been asking for. The Alan Cox Show. But not so much camel toe. On 100.7 WMMA. On the subject of camel toe. So those people got killed by that camel. And <laughs> the camel got out at a petting zoo in Tennessee. A loose camel attack is what they called it. Now, I don't know what bringing the camel's sexuality into the equation has to do with anything. And quite frankly, I don't care for that kind of uh, camel shaming. Camel shaming, yeah. Yeah. Just a just a nice slutty ass camel. This is, and this is in Johnson City, Tennessee, which is very far east Tennessee. Uh, you're almost. I've into been the, there before. I've, have I've you? done comedy there back in the day. They're almost. Um, it's almost to to North Carolina. Yeah. It's not far from. Uh, a handful of years ago, my wife's cousin was going to Appalachian State University, which is in Boone, in North Carolina. We went to go see him, and we were the old people getting uh, just hammered at the college bar. But uh, Johnson City is not that far away, and there's a place called the Pumpkin Barn. You know, all kinds of petting zoos everywhere, you know? There's a place trying to make some money. They got some animals on the thing, so they put some fences up. And A uh, camel got loose and uh, killed <laughs> killed two people. Uh, cops were getting calls of a loose camel. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, they showed up and How they, they found. people? I don't know. They found two people unconscious on the ground and they succumbed to their injuries, is what it says. Uh, the animal then charged a patrol car and the deputies and they had to put the camel down. It's coming right for me. Yeah. Pancake, where are you on that one? Oh, he's a, he's a winner in. Mm. Why? What happened to that, him? That's a South Park oh. reference. Uh, the victims, Bobby Matheny, 42, of Ridgely, Tennessee, and Tommy Gunn, 67, of Obion, Tennessee. Man, he's that old now? I remember when he fought Rock. Tommy Gunn. Yeah. He was HIV positive, right? The guy that played In him? real life. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Morrison. So, yeah, again, I don't know. Um, you would certainly think that a camel couldn't sneak up on you. But, uh, and again, I, I didn't know that, uh, but this just goes to show you, too, for people who are anti-petting zoo, this goes to show you that if an animal has even the slightest opportunity to leave, uh, they'll try to get the hell out of there. You know, my friend, whose cat was eaten by a coyote, I mentioned this when Mary was talking about her cat, I'm like, do these animals really, really want to be with you? Do they, if they, if, if any time there's a crack in a window or a door, and they slip out. That should tell you something. Like, if I have an open door at my house, my dog won't go running out that door. She wants to hang out. Well, she got, dog, she yeah. got a good life. Yeah. yeah. Cats, they don't know what the hell's going on. Maybe they hear the call of the wild. I think it depends on the cat, too. It probably does, yeah. but there are a lot of stories of cats getting, getting out. out. Yeah, Marilyn and, says that her cat doesn't dart for the door. A door darter. Hmm. So, R.I.P. to those people who just wanted to go out and have a fun day at the petting zoo in eastern Tennessee, about 100 miles outside Memphis.
And uh, they uh, met the, an untimely end under the uh, hump of a camel. Now I don't want to... It gives me no pleasure to tell you that this happened on a Wednesday. <laughs> but it did. Why did that, but, <laughs> but it did. It did. Yes. So uh, I, I picture the camel commercial where he's going around, hey, it's hump day. And then all of a sudden, cops are like, there's a camel. And just shooting him. He's like, yeah. I was just celebrating hump day. That's right. I wasn't trying to kill anybody. That was a different camel. Mm-hmm. Oh, guess what day it is. <laughs> guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Ronnie, how happy are folks who save hundreds of dollars for some back? Ow. Day! Get happy. Mm-hmm. Hump day! So, those two people, uh, in fact, uh, killed by uh, runaway camels. Man. Imagine having to explain that. Like, what happened to... What Mommy, happened? what happened to Grandpa? Well... I hope the two weren't... I wonder if they were related... Imagine if you lose two family members to a camel. That's just that's the craziest thing to just be like, yeah. So, uh, grandma and grandpa died. Oh no! What was it? Did they get coronavirus? No, they got trampled by a camel. (laughs) I mean, listen, it's not the worst story you could tell. I mean, it's a story. It's a story. Any of those weird, like uh, the guy that was killed because he was in a porta potty. It's a wild story to tell. I mean, the person uh, is dead, and if you're in their family, it's terrible. I was reading about, you know, I'm I'm morbidly curious about any time I see a freak accident story. If I see the words freak and accident right next to each other, I click right on it. And there was a guy working for, he was a firefighter, but he was picking up some extra cash, working for a landscaping service, and he was hosing off mud mats. You know the mats they put in when they've got like uh, machines that they need to get out of the dirt or something? They'll right, put them yeah. under the treads or the wheels or whatever, and they can be very, very heavy. And this guy had a huge stack of mud mats, and he was hosing them off for this landscaping company. They were in the back of a truck, and they were piled up, and something happened, and they all fell off. They all slid onto him. And that killed him. He was crushed immediately. That's insane. And they tried... <laughs> They 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 tried to help him, uh, but they were not able to. So it's what you know. Was his name also Matt? Not as I recall. No, I don't recall his name being Matt. But those kinds of stories, you know. Uh, well, honey, Grandpa was old, and uh, that camel. Uh, I guess he. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Alan, you guys saw Drew Barrymore in Cold Cream at the Rock Hall inductions. Yeah. We did, yeah. Drew Barrymore came out to induct the Go-Go's. I didn't know if it was Pons or not, though. Yeah, I don't know if she was showing brand loyalty that night, but uh, she did put Cold Cream on her face. If you were there or you saw it on HBO, that was her homage to the Go-Go's, who, of course, I think did an album cover in, in full-on yeah, uh, Cold Cream. Yeah, Cold Cream, yeah. There you go. God, they were great that night. That was fun. Yeah. Todd Berry, I worked with him a few weeks later, and he's kind of friends with the bass player. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool. 
What's her name? Gina Shock? Yeah. Is that the bass player I for think the Go Go's? So, right? Yeah. She's the one with the, like, the great rack and then like the spiky hair. Mm, or am I thinking maybe, of the other one? I think you're thinking of Jane Weedlin, oh, who, who's the, got oh, the short hair. Yeah, that's her. Jane Weedlin was Jane always Weedlin the one that I. Friends with. Yeah, yeah, she's super cute. Super cute. Yep. Everybody always focused on Belinda Carlisle. She had a lot of baby fat, but I always thought Jane Weedlin was yeah, dynamite. And they all look good. Linda Carlisle's had no small amount of work done over the years, but, you know, I was a little. Yeah, I, I have to admit, being a little taken aback at the Rock Hall inductions when the Go Go's were playing. It was cool to see them. I'm it, a fan. It was cool because it was like a bunch of moms playing. It was like if you saw your aunts who knew how to play instruments get up at a wedding and do some tunes. That was exactly what it. it was. Yeah. No, they were great. They were great. But they were professional it, it, musicians. It's but. not something like we're so used to seeing old men, but we don't see a lot. Like there's not a band like the Go Go's. Like there's not really. That's a good point. You yeah. do, you see a lot of old guys. You yeah. don't see female bands that that right. aged. Yeah. And they also, you know, some of them were going for more of a rock style, and some of them were just like, eh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna lean into my mom vibes. It's also got to be weird too when the time comes around. If you're fortunate enough, if that's what you consider it, but I think so. If you're fortunate enough to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where maybe you are kind of out of music. But then everybody's talking about you again, and you're going to go and get inducted, and then you're going to perform, and then you go, well, everybody's paying attention to us again, so let's write some songs. That would be kind of strange, too. Yeah. Because some of those, like Jane Wheedland's still in music, Belinda Carlisle still does stuff. I don't know if that's true of all those girls, women, but it would be weird if, like, you were a mom now. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we're going to do a new album. And we're they go, like, okay. Some poppy rock music. Yeah. Gina Shock is the Go Go's drummer. Okay, but Jane Wheedland is the one we were thinking of. I think. Yeah, Jane Wheedland. Yeah. yeah, I've had a crush on her since she was in Bill and Ted's. So I didn't even know who right. she was, but she played uh, Joan of Arc, I think. Yep. Between Jane Wheedland and Susanna Hoffs from the Bangles, holy smokes! Well, I need to look. Susanna Hoffs. She's married to Jay Roach, who's the guy who directed all the Austin Powers movies. But she is cute. She's got kind of a Marissa Tomei vibe, but when she would do those Bangles videos, she oh, was yeah. front and center, and you were like, holy Moses. Yeah, she can get it. Cutie. There's a guy who's, um, it's not a brand new story, but I, this guy worked his way back into, somebody wrote an article on him about a guy who um, cashed out 25 years of working in the financial sector, and now he's lived on a cruise ship for 20 years. And a lot of people rightly pointing out that you would have to already have a ton of money to do this. Um, but this guy named Mario Salcedo, I also assume he is not married, and I also assume he has no children. But he calls himself the happiest guy in the world. <laughs> because he's lived on a cruise ship for two decades. That's insane. I think he would get landsick. It doesn't sound like he ever gets off the ship. That's what I'm saying. Imagine you step foot on solid ground for, like, the first time in 20 yeah, years. Yeah, but, I mean, a cruise ship isn't rocking. I mean, you, you don't still, ever... You can feel it. Have you been on a cruise ship? Yes. And you felt it? 
Yes. Because I've been on multiple times. I didn't feel it. So if you get a suite like mine, which is nearly near the bottom, <laughs> yes, you can feel. Yeah, if you're in steerage, you feel it. I can feel the fish brushing up against the boat, homie. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you feel it less the lower you were? Uh, You'd feel it more when you were higher. Well, we like had, if you're up in a tall building, you'll feel it sway. If you're down on the ground floor, my, you won't. My brother and I had bunk beds, and we, when I would sleep. I could. It's not like it, it was like super noticeable, but it almost feels like you're dizzy, <laughs> like you're lightheaded. Yeah. Okay. So when you're saying when he walks off the ship, he'd be like, "Whoa!" Yeah. yeah. He got. He got. Got to get his land legs. Yeah. Right. So other than uh, quarantine, because the sh- cruise ships weren't out. So other than when COVID was happening, this guy has lived on a cruise ship for twenty years. The ship crews call him Super Mario. And uh, he's been on board the Enchantment of the Seas. People come here for vacation. I don't. I come here to live my life, he says. He worked in financial uh, industry for a long, long time. And he said, I don't have to worry about a mortgage. I don't have to worry about regular bills. I'm around people my age. When we dock at ports of call, I don't get off. I would think that would be real boring. I mean, I've been on a couple of different cruises, and boy, yeah, but three or four it, days is it. enough. Yeah? To have a good time. People come here for vacation. I don't. I come here to, to, to live my life. Adopting a cruise ship life is basically escaping from reality. You are basically exiting the world as you know it on land. And you're saying, I don't want to be a part of that anymore. I want to create my own little world. And I want to be away from all the issues that come up with living on land. And how you create that reality is really a very personal decision. But something it's terrible really has happened to that guy. Thing. It is such a great, yeah. <laughs> something terrible <laughs> has happened to that person. I want to create my own world in a floating hotel. What would your world be? What would your, you have all the money that you need and you can create your own world. This guy chooses cruise ships. What would, yeah. what would yours be? Mine would not be that extreme. I would not be out there on a cruise ship. And this is a scenario where it's just you. You don't have kids or a wife or anything like that. You're just living every day, almost like a Groundhog's Day. That's kind of his life. Right. Uh, I don't know what I'd do. I think I'd... But you wouldn't You wouldn't be on a cruise ship. You're not talking no, I'm about... Not, I'm not doing... I wouldn't do a cruise ship, but like I, I could see myself maybe doing like a resort... Oh, you mean confining your living to a place? Yeah, like just... You don't mean like getting like a penthouse high-rise and just staying there like Wayne Manor or something right, in the right. sky? Yeah. Like where you don't really have an address. You're just living in a place, and it's yeah, you're just a guest there all the time. We that's had, what he is. He's yeah, just a guest. He's a guest. But he's got his own thing, and yeah. you know, they call these people cruisers, people who... I mean, this guy lives on the boat, but they have people who are take cruises so frequently that they practically live just why on, on the boat. Why? That's what he wanted. He doesn't want to be on the land, doesn't want to pay a mortgage. Listen, when I was working in a hotel, uh, I've told these stories before. Uh, earlier in my career, I was working, I was a front desk manager at a hotel in downtown Chicago. And it was like this boutique, small hotel. But the very top floor, we had a guy who lived there. It was a guy named Harry Weiss, who was this very, very well-known, accomplished architect in Chicago. In the early 90s, however, he was there was a lot of dementia. He was drunk all the time, but he was like a 
local legend in the city. He just happened to live on the top floor of our hotel. So this guy would always be seen padding around the lobby in his slipper. You know, he always looked disheveled. He'd have the newspaper. He was always in his robe. And new hires had to be told, that's Mr. Weiss. You always say hi to him. You know, he was the guy who lived in the hotel. Man, I'm just trying to... He died before the hotel uh, closed. I'm really blown away by that uh, lifestyle where you can get into, like, you're living in a hotel. You know, that's what Louis Anderson did. Is it really? His He lived in a hotel in Vegas. He didn't really? have a house. Yes. He's like, look, room service comes up. They do my laundry. They th- Those are the perks. Yeah, Louis Anderson for, like, the last... I think 10 years of his life, maybe longer, lived in a hotel. That was his residence. It's like the season of Curve where they live in a hotel for a while and Larry loves it. Yeah. He, he, he would stick with it. And I I could do it for a little while. But I, I could live in a hotel. I couldn't do it for 20 years, If it was just years, me, though, I could do it. You could do it for that long? Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter, not yet spring, but a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak, maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, They'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in cabs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation windows can be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's got to be a good hotel. Like a... Like a XL Inn? Yeah. <laughs> At least a residence, you know. <laughs> a red roof. <laughs> Not a red roof. No, I can't do it there. That's depressing. That's really depressing. Because even when they do your laundry, you're like, I don't think it got done right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think this is my laundry, for one thing. Hey, Greg. Greg? Hate the the show. Hey, thanks. What's up? Hey, so you're talking about cruises. Number one, I just got back from a cruise beginning of uh, February. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Uh, First off, yes, I got sick three days out of the seven. And you I got like motion, si- like seasickness? Seasickness, yes. Gross. I get seasick and I have to wear patches, but I knew I was going to be drinking, so I bought these organic ones uh, that you can drink with, and they didn't work, and I got sick the first three days. Oh, yeah, that sucks. And secondly, there was a lady on our ship that didn't live on that ship, but went from ship to ship to ship. And she claimed that the service was better than living in a house or an apartment. So she had great service, great food, and it was actually cheaper. 
Plus, she, she got to go around the world. Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. in a house or an apartment, you don't have service. Correct. Like you had right. So I get that. I people like could do it. I want people that to wait on me hand and foot. Nice. That is a nice thing to have. If you have, if you as a resident get priority, if you're just waiting in line with other cruisers to get your dinner, like that's no good. If you're like, oh, I, you know, yeah, but you get used to it, and you're just, you know, I guess. I mean, is it? Are all cruises? It's not just buffets, right? Or is it all buffets? But the, what? Are all cruises buffets? Like they the mostly are. I mean, I think there's. Oh no, no, no there, there's, there's restaurants you can go in. Okay. That you can go in and purchase, you know, that it's not part of your package, but you can purchase restaurants, which we did that for a couple of restaurants, just because we wanted to, you know, experience a little bit more. Uh, but this is, this lady was like, been on a cruise ship. She said since she retired, she had to be in her 80s. She didn't say how old she was, but she said she's been on a cruise ship since she retired, except for the time that they had it shut down for COVID. Yeah. I wonder what you do then. I mean, listen, if you're living on a cruise ship, you're a person of means. You're not. I, I asked her that. She went to live with her daughter in Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh, mom's coming. To li- <laughs> mom's coming off the cruise ship because of COVID. Yeah. Okay. Hey, thanks, Greg. I appreciate it. Jared, hello. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Uh, I went on a cruise probably about. 10, 15 years ago, and you're talking about you couldn't feel the waves when you're on it? Yeah. This was right after hurricane season, so the ocean was still churned up. Oh, yeah. You could feel that boat come out of the water. It was was interesting, for sure. I guess so, right? If it's super choppy, you're going to feel it. Yeah. like I mean, it wasn't like you couldn't walk on the ship, but... At nighttime, you're trying to sleep. If you try to sleep in your back, forget about it. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember not being able to sleep from the waves. Yeah, it's not like Gilligan's Island, but I mean, it's. I don't remember right, right, it right. being uh, that. Okay, thanks, Jared. I appreciate it. Hmm. Well, this guy is uh, out there loving life. We're expecting you. We're expecting him because he lives there. This is an episode of The Love Boat that had Gloria Vanderbilt on it. Of course, is the late mother of uh, Gloria Vanderbilt. Oh, Anderson Cooper. I, I knew Pound Cake would know it. Yeah. Anderson yeah. Cooper. I knew he'd know. Gave birth to one of the greatest zaddies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Little did she know, right? You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. Call the Alan Cox Show. 216-578-1007 or 1-800-348-1007. Three five one nine two to send me a text. AlanCoxShow.com. Watch there if you like. Thank you to Rick Hexum. <laughs> I get it. Uh, for uh, three eleven day helping out in the uh, video department there. You, you get what? <clears throat> huh? Hmm? Rick Hexum. And he's three eleven. Is it Nick Hexum, the guy in three eleven? Oh, you know I didn't even think about that. Pardon me. <laughs> it was completely, completely random. Well, listen. Uh, hey. It was between him and a guy named Almond. Uh-huh. So <laughs> A-L mm-hmm. hyphen. Almond mm-hmm. was going to be helping out. I'll have Cleveland Charge tickets for you in a bit. Tool tickets, the last pair for that show. Around 520, a friend of mine went to the Tool show at the United Center last night, and she sent me some video, and it looked great.
Trouble with the Tool Show is you can never tell through video what song they're playing. It's just one giant wall of sound. and uh, But it looked awesome. Next week, I'll have tickets for to see comedian Mark Norman. He's doing the Agora, the All Over the Road Tour. In June, uh, Bill Burr is going to do the Romo Fijo end of next month. So I'll have Bill Burr tickets for you. And also, if you just want to cut through all that and go see some rock and roll, Dragon Force is going to play the Agora April 6th. What was that other huge event next Friday and Saturday? I think Bill Squire at the Funny Stop. That's the one. Is that what I'm thinking of? That is the that is what you're thinking of. All right. You get those tickets at funnystop.com. Who's going to be with you on that? Do you have support? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just I tend Local to my guys, own I don't yeah, know. yeah I tend I don't to know. my own garden I don't know I think um, Brad Bishop I think is one of the guys that's going to be on the show he's a funny guy okay uh, he's from down Canton Alliance Way and then uh, I think Bill Stone so okay uh, those are the ones that I I know of but I mean was the, Bill Stone the guy that I met at the bowling thing yes yes okay yeah. and then you know I get to see Pete which is always the best I love Pete sure. Bill Squire, where's Alan Cox? He never come and visit me. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I never haul my ass to Cuyahoga Falls to visit Pete. One of these days. One of these days you'll get down there. Alan, does that cruise ship guy pay taxes? Uh, I don't know. On what? I mean, I mean, he doesn't have an income. Yeah. He's spending his money to live on a cruise ship. I don't know. Don't know. A lot of people think that guy killed somebody. He's He just wants to be out in international waters. And again, I mean, I'm surprised you can be on a ship all year long. Yeah. I mean, those ships have to go in and restock, and they have to, I mean, I don't know how that works. That's the thing that I would be curious about. The headline, obviously, is like, here's a guy who lives on a cruise ship. I, I'm curious about the logistics of it. It's an interesting life. I do like the idea of just having the everything kind of taken care of for you. It's a very leisurely life. Brian wanted me to go into the logistics of the delays with our new studios, and I don't have any. I don't have any details. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be uh, he, nice. He said he works in logistics, supply chain, and project management. I know things go sideways all the time, but how did they miss the date by a year? I genuinely don't know. I don't have any info on that. He wanted. Uh, <laughs> I want to know, what do you say, I want to hear how whoever's running the project gets berated every day at work and then goes home to a empty house because their spouse left. <laughs> he went off on a whole thing here. Started to get a little incoherent, but yeah, I don't know. Our understanding is that uh, our move-in date downtown now has been delayed until November. So, again, I have gotten no official communication to that effect. I'm just hearing second and third hand, so... There's always, listen, man, you know what? No two days are the same around here. It's the beauty right. of it, yeah. right? Working hard or hardly working. Hmm. Hard to tell. But uh, who cares? I don't care where we are. As long as we're spending time with you, our dear listener. Because what else would we do? Alan, if you retired tomorrow, what would the rest of the show do to pay the bills? I don't know. Pound Cake would go off and get his own gig. Be a bank robber. Bill would be a bank robber. Banks. I would do. Mary would still be on the road. I don't think life would change for her. I would do just probably do comedy more. Do go on the road or try and get another radio job. 
I'd produce OnlyFans content. For whom? Uh, I don't know. I had my. I would have my own business. Let me film it. Are you retiring, tomorrow? Do I have to make plans? No, no, no. I, okay. I just, you yeah, know, Michael so. is like, oh, I assume just a one-line, you know, shower thought. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I make kind of a lot of passive income from stand-up already. So I could I could go back to just doing stand-up full-time if I want to, or, but I like doing radio. I like doing, I like coming in here and being creative every day, and I don't. Love being on the road. Once the bug gets you. Man, it's, you know, I did it for eight years, and it's brutal. Even when you were doing it at a high level, it's still just a lot of time away. And it, you know, I just, I don't, I don't have the, that much of a desire. I'm doing a few things here and there, like I'm doing a show in Pittsburgh coming up. Uh, I'm doing, you know, but the way Mary's doing it right now, she's always stressed out. And I don't, I don't need that stress, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I got to drive to here and then drive yeah. to there, and I got to do this and I got to do that. And she's I'm doing like, it. And, she's and doing I just, it. Like, I just my, that chapter of my life is by me now. Probably triggers you. It's just it. It reminds me of because there's parts of it you go, oh man, that would be so fun doing that. But then you hear about all the other stuff. You go, well, if I were to go back on the road, I would do it in a much more low key way than I was, you know, stringing a bunch of shows together. I would, I would really just try and. Go to the places where I can sell tickets, make some money, and and do it that way. I'm I'm not going to try and like route everything and try and uh, be gone for weeks at a time. Somebody has a good idea that you could you could still host ACS, Alan's colleagues' show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and Pound Cake, as he said, will produce OnlyFans content. He gives up that easily. <laughs> he what? Instead of trying to. Get another radio show or anything like that. He's just like, nah, just move to the OnlyFans space. But he should do something. But he clearly doesn't have like a, um, he doesn't have a an intense desire to have his own thing. He should do what he wants to do. And if he wants mm-hmm. to produce OnlyFans content, that's what he should do. How would your mom feel about that, Pound Cake? He wouldn't tell her. No, I would She'd tell find her. out. I'd tell her. You I, tell her? Yeah, I'd tell her. She she wouldn't care. I'm producing it, not not. Starring in it, I oh. other people. So, like, let me film Wait. you. I'll edit it and then I'll post it for you. I'll be your own little marketing. This dude. lets him get a peeky peek. Exactly. And it's you think win-win. there's someone that wants you to? Why do you think you'd be good at that? I thought the hook of OnlyFans was that everyone produced their own content. Like it pull, it takes out the middleman. It's it's democratized content creation. Yeah, but that's but, the point of these things. Sometimes you can't get the best angle because you're trying to operate the camera all by yourself. The camera oh. is a phone. I understand that, but you still want to get a nice angle. That's what the that's what the tripods are for. I'm just saying, I don't know that. I mean, and, who, who, unless heard, you know something, I don't. I mean, I mean you, a consumer of OnlyFans sometimes they don't get the best angles on their little phone. But mm. you're also going to have to film a lot of people doing yeah. OnlyFans to make a living because they don't pay those people. Like they're not paying them premium to film that stuff. I know it's a labor of love. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing it for the money. He's doing it for the love. Doing it for the, the love game. of the game. There is a show I meant to tell Poundcake about this. I have it on my calendar because I like Jake Johnson a lot. He was in a show called New Girl. Uh, he's done some things uh, here and there. He's one of the voices of Spider-Man in the in the multiverse or whatever. He's one of the Spider-Men in the cartoon. And there's a new show on HBO that is premiering next week called Minx. 
and it is set in the 70s, and it's about a woman who's trying to get a feminist magazine off the ground, and she goes into business with Jake Johnson's character, who is a porn producer. And the rap on this show is it has a lot of full frontal male nudity in it. Excellent. So there are is a lot of peen in this new show, Minx. But the thing that is, is going on on all these shows, right? Like Righteous Gemstones, they love showing male dong. <laughs> uh, Euphoria, <laughs> I guess, has a lot of it. Uh, Pam and Tommy, there's a whole I scene. I haven't started that yet. There's a whole scene where... But Tommy's that's ju- that's talking. germane to the plot. It better have some dong right, in Pam right. and Tommy. Well, he's he, there's a whole scene, and it's taken from his book where he's having a conversation with his penis. Oh, right. Yeah. Tommy Land. And that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm so desensitized to it now. Um, I don't care for a full frontal flaccid peen. If you really want to impress me, let me see you rot. Like, let me, uh, you got to be full frontal and erect. Well, I don't know how much of that is in the show. I'm just passing it along to you. I don't even know if you have HBO Max. Uh, but, I think I have it through my phone provider. Okay. My service provider. Well, the show premieres on St. Patrick's Day. And uh, Jason Manzukis does the voice of Tommy Lee's penis. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. Boy, that guy. Yeah. One of my wife's celebrity crushes yeah. is Jason Manzukis. Um, yeah. So just FYI, Pancake. Sweet. What's the plot of that show? The plot of it is it's in the 1970s, and there's a woman who is trying to create. She's like, there's all these men's magazines. I'm trying to create like a feminist magazine, right, for women. Huh? M-I-N-X. But um, all these guys are like, why would... She comes across as a little too militant, Mm -hmm. because she's trying to make... And this Jake Johnson, who's a porn producer, goes, hey, listen, you got to make the medicine go down a little bit easier. Let's make it a feminist magazine by having naked men rather than naked women. And I guess that's the premise of the show. And so as such, there's a whole lot of ween in this show. I thought he might. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how everyone's, like, not gay. Men are just so... You don't know how everyone's not gay. Yes, men are just so... Disgusting. <laughs> that's how we're yes. not all gay. But, but how, no, how, physically, how, too. We're not. That's why yeah. we're not all gay. How you feel about men is how we feel about women. Yes. Women are just and so... And I just don't get it. Beautiful. <laughs> and, like, the oh. way they smell and the, their skin is so... Touchable. There are centuries of women, men too, but centuries of women carved in marble for a good reason. Now, sure, there are a lot of boys carved in marble too, if you go far enough back, but you know, you take my point. So, anyway, uh, a show uh, for the little guy, if you take my drift, uh, that's going to be on um, HBO next week. And I hope they, I hope it's good. I hope they give it some time. HBO, uh, doesn't seem to let shows really hang on too long if people don't watch them. Yeah, but they used to have they, a show called Vinyl that I loved and nobody watched. I think they know how to, like, they know if it's going to be a success or not. Like, they know if it's going to have an audience going forward. Well, all the streamers Vinyl, now. Could, I, I wanted to like that show. I didn't love it. I liked it. Yeah. I liked Roadies on Showtime with MGK. That didn't last. Um, all the streamers now, they all have, they're all looking at data. Yeah, so they're all they can all see what people are watching. Right. But some of these streamers, man, there'll be shows that doesn't seem like that many people are watching, but they keep them on there. Maybe that's for international audiences or something. I don't know. But there's a show they've already canceled Nick Cannon's show after six once, months. Yeah, one season. Is it one season already? 
Yeah, it's been one season. Well, they said one season. Nick Cannon sold. Did you hear about the show? Was it New Cherry Flavor? Yeah, I brand new cherry flavor. Yeah, I I mentioned that a few months back. Okay, and you watched it? There's there's a thing going around on TikTok where it's like blind react to this sex scene on episode four. I kind of got through half the season, and then I was like, I don't know that this is keeping my interest. Yeah, well, in episode four, and I, I watched the sex scene, and it's uh, it's weird. It's real weird. Oh yeah, yeah. I like the people who were in it. It's not what you're expecting at all, and I don't I don't know anything about the show, but uh, there's uh, basically this. I, I don't, I don't want to give it away, but it, it's like. For episode four, like 35 minutes in, there's this... Yeah, I saw that sex, episode. Yeah. Yeah. With the, you know... But you saw... you know, So you know what sex scene I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. But yeah. like people were like, oh my gosh, this is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. I'm like, no, it's just weird. Well, that, like, ho- that, that whole, whole show is weird. Yes, yeah, the like whole like show drug hallucination is show. very, very weird. Yeah. yeah. That's another show I don't know if they'll continue. But uh, yeah, it's okay. Maybe I'll go back to it. I only finished. I only made it through half the season. I'm just getting ready for it. And I don't watch Euphoria because I'm not a child. Seventeen. Yeah, right. yeah, it's it's that's not made for me. Right. I'm I'm also and that, if you watch it, that's fine. But I have no interest in watching that show whatsoever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even. I mean, we're getting close to playoff basketball time and baseball. I'm not going to have to watch any other TV besides sports for a while. Sure. And I like that. Yeah. I like watching live sports. Yeah, the the Nick Cannon show, I, I, I don't know if... Nick Cannon's a funny dude, man. I mean, not literally. He's not funny at all. But, I mean, <laughs> he's it's very... Nick Cannon's very, very strange to me. He's back on he's back on the radio. Um, They gave him this talk show because he's good on other things. I mean, I know that that's kind of... The system kind of perpetuates itself in a weird way. He's a dude who made a career out of, like, a lot of flash, but very little substance. I'm still not quite sure what, because I know he's, I think he considers himself maybe a stand-up. He's not particularly funny. Wild and Out was his thing for a while, but it's like, he doesn't seem too bright. Um, He's just always got something going on. And so I think people have this notion, because producers saw him filling in for Wendy Williams. They're like, this guy's great. He's personable. Blah, blah, blah. And so they gave him his own show that nobody cared about. So it's it's this weird... It's like people who think that Ben Shapiro is smart because he talks real fast. You know, like, well, he's jamming a lot of words into sentences. He must really know something, you know? Nick Cannon is like that to me. He's he's still hosting the... He, what, he used to host America's Got Talent, but now he hosts the... Um, he calls it the Mask Singer. Mask Singer. Mask Singer. Singer. Yeah. And that's a number one show. Yeah. But people aren't going there for him. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter, not yet spring, but a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak, maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, They'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in Cavs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation windows can be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call to Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. So they're like, well, he's a host of a number one show. Yeah, I mean, he seems personable enough. Mariah Carey, let him leave it in. That counts for something. Man, she was so hot. She's still hot. <laughs> I still like her. But man, like going back to like 1990s Mariah Carey, God damn she's Well, hot. yeah, when you're 21, right, you're going to be, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying she was so good. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And your boy Juicy got Supple. five yeah. months? He's on the phone. Oh, yeah, Pancake said Juicy wouldn't get any time. And I tended to believe him because I figured they would just give him probation. I, thought, I thought he was going to get probation, too. but He got five months. Although I do like how he's doubling down on being innocent. He's trying to make it sound like people are out to get him. And Pancake's and so, buying in. No, he's not. Pancake's buying into that. No, That's what he's saying. It's, it's, stop it's it. Illuminati stuff, man. It's yes, not, it is. It's not. It's not. It's so dumb. Why does he have to be mentally ill? We I didn't say he was mentally ill. What I said was, this guy's trying to make it sound like... He's a dummy who blew his golden ticket. No. That's what he did. That's easy to believe. Yes, because it, you're familiar with Occam's Razor, right? He gets five months. He's got to pay a bunch of money to the city of Chicago. He's got to pay. I'll play the clip here. He had a little statement after they sentenced him. But real quick, Pancake, what's Occam's Razor? I don't know. Um, wait, the the easiest conclusion is probably the right one. All things being equal, the simplest solution, well, simplest explanation is likely the correct one. All things are not equal. In a situation in which all things are equal, the simplest explanation here, here's Jussie Smollett. While in jail, Smollett also begins 30 months of probation. He was also ordered to pay more than $120,000 in restitution to the city of Chicago and a $25,000 fine. The disgraced actor then addressing the court. I am not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. I am innocent and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this and I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. (laughs) Hey, he is a good actor. I take back what I said. I'm not suicidal. The implication is somebody's out to get me. Oh. And if I end up hanged in my cell, I I want you to know I'm not suicidal. Somebody's out to get me. Stop it. Why can't anybody just go, man, I tried and I got caught? No. They're always doubling down on some stupid story. His grandma's out there blaming the media. The media. 
No. Like the Chicago Tribune and Channel 9 framed Jesse Smollett. I don't know what you dummies would do without the media as a punching bag, by the way. I'd like to say, as as a member of the media, I would like to say, you're welcome, by the way. Because otherwise you'd have to look at yourself and, woo, doggy. We know that ain't fun. I'm not suicidal. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Do you five months? Get out. Go back to work. He got caught making up some dumb crap that everybody knew was fake. I would watch that porn. He's got a one-track mind, this kid. He does, <laughs> He's man. got a one. That's, that's, that's why he wants to go into OnlyFans. You might get your yeah. chance. Well, you, Jesse Smollett mm-hmm. might be the first uh, OnlyFans content that you get to produce. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think after he gets out, it could it, the only way I could see him working in Hollywood in entertainment capacity would be reality TV. Listen, I think if people think that he's talented or that if people um, in Hollywood think that he somehow got a raw deal, I guarantee there'll be people who want to work with him. That's fine. He should. He does his time. He comes out and starts to work again. But knock it off with the the doubling down on your story. But that's the thing. I'm innocent, and if uh, and if something happens to me, if something happens to me, that's what makes it so hard to believe. The fact that he's he... going to do five months in Cook County Jail. So yeah, something might happen he's to in him. Protective custody. Why? They, what protective custody? They're going to put him in county jail. He's a celebrity. And so what? Because they're not going to put someone like him in gin pop, as Erica used to say. <laughs> You don't know what they're going to do. It says he gets 150 days in Cook County Jail. I just read that it was in prote- he's in protective custody. Well, wasn't Epstein in protective custody? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So, it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter. Not yet spring. But a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak. Maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, they'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in Cavs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation windows can be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say, Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. Yeah. Yeah. Sure was. Worked out. Proving what one man can achieve with an utter lack of charisma. One of the great achievements of our time. Alan Cox. On 100.7 WMMS. Have you done Weight Watchers where you, you download an app? Yes, and are you honest on it? Because I lie on my own app. I do, I'm the only one that sees it and I lie on it. 
This morning I had a quart of cream and I wrote down one tablespoon. I am the biggest liar. It is, I started lying on other apps too. Like I got a Fitbit and strapped it onto my Greyhound and took him to the track. And I ran 38,000 miles. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. There's Jessica Kirsten admitting to killing a dog. <laughs> How's that going to play on stage at Hilarities this weekend? Well, listen. Dog killer? <laughs> yeah. No I, 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 no, I didn't. That, that joke has changed over time. <laughs> that was the beginning of that joke, but yeah. now it's much funnier. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how things evolve, right? <laughs> the, uh, I, tried, I thought that I was going to be a Fitbit guy about a year or so ago. Yeah. And I had it on for a little while and I go, I'm not a Fitbit guy. I'm not going to do this. No, I actually ate mine. But I, I, (laughs) yeah, I do, I do lie on my Weight Watchers app. That's not, I think everybody does that. It's a, it's a ridiculous thing to do, but I feel like everybody does it. Well, we all lie. I mean, I do lie. I've always struggled with weight stuff. I've, I've lost a a lot of weight. I really have. But I do lie to myself constantly. Like I'll eat, Tostitos, you know, and I'll tell myself it's corn, like it's a vegetable. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, huh? yeah. You could do a lot worse. Yeah. Why? You know, people that are eating a bag of like flavor blasted, everything's flavor blasted. Now. Right, that's true. If you're eating Fritos, you know, mm-hmm. if you read something, they go, well, Fritos are just corn and oil. Yeah. But you got to really enjoy corn and oil to eat a whole thing of Fritos. Yeah. Well, I do. I enjoy both. So that's... <laughs> corn and oil. Yeah. I could yeah. drink oil. I mean, yeah. I'm disgusted. I'm a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, you said you lost a lot of weight. A, a ton. And you're visibly yeah. thinner. You look I'm, fantastic. Oh my god, I was enormous. And people get upset sometimes when you know when I say that on stage. But I was I was very heavy, and I went to a nutritionist when I was like 300 pounds, and I literally was about to get on the scale, and she's like, "You might want to take your shoes off." Mm-hmm. Every little bit helps. Yeah, and I'm like, "Honey, I ate my shoes. Like you, right. I need a plan, or I'm going to eat you. Like I am out of control." Well, because they say it's like 95 percent diet. So even people who go, it's, "I hate." Going to the gym they go figure your eating out and it'll yeah, happen i'm an yeah. addict yeah. so i had to i'm literally and i mean i'm sober so i'm an addict so i had to give up bread pasta i can't eat i can't eat sugar i can't there's things i cannot eat because mm-hmm. i can't have a little mm-hmm. i cannot have one slice of bread i eat a loaf right <laughs> one's too yeah. much ten's not yeah, enough exactly. it's like anything else you're, you're one of the people that are like why would you slice this <laughs> <laughs> we had one serving and now you're cutting it all up <laughs> why would you slice it's exactly true I don't need portions for this yeah. I found my portion right I'll yeah. tear and dip but I don't need a slice right. slice it in half yeah. don't slice yeah. it in 12 pieces yeah. Uh, yeah. Jessica Kirsten is at uh, Hilarities this weekend first time at Hilarities yes which is how crazy. is that I don't know yes. I, I'm I've traveled, I'm away every weekend on the road, yeah. and just sometimes you don't, you know, you just don't go to a club. It's There's so many clubs in the country, mm-hmm. there's thousands, so it's, you just randomly don't go to a club, but I... Great I, club. Yeah, all my friends yeah. in New York I'm sure everyone there. told you about it. Of yeah. course, and yeah. so many comics have told them about me, but it's like... I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it just never lined up. And for years, I did other things. I did college tours. I was on cruise ships for a while. I've, you know, worked on television shows and movies. So this is, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to go. Yeah, you've been busy for a long time. Yeah, Yeah, I have. I I saw you for the first time in New York City. And I, I want to say it was the cellar, but it was cellar or Gotham. Yeah. I was, I was like a year into doing comedy and me and my buddies went out there and, I can't remember exactly which club it was, but it might have been a few different clubs because uh-huh. you you are that uh, you have that kind of a, uh, established career in New York, 
and man, just losing my mind laughing because oh, you are thank you. so good and uh, just so cr- very, very creative, but it, it, it's it's not just creative with the writing, it's the creative with the performing mm-hmm. and the facial expressions and all that different stuff, and I, I still don't think there's another comic, I, like you're, a, you, you have Jim Carrey-esque ability with your movements and faces and mm-hmm. voices and stuff like that, but then your writing is up there with the greats too, you know? Thank you, that's very sweet. When I did you start, how that. did you start? Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I just wanted, I'll give you a yeah. Tony. <laughs> Uh, I really is a little more expensive than that. I know that's one. Yeah, that's one gallon. I know. I that means a lot coming from someone who does stand up. You know, I I appreciate that, and I really do try to be different because it's important. It's very important. I started in 1999, so I've been doing it for 23 years, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a lot. It's <laughs> it's not an easy thing to do, and um and I love it. I really really love it. Um, and you know, it's, it's important to be different. I teach comedy. I actually teach now female comics, but I've taught a lot of guys too. I taught Chris Stefano. I taught Amy Schumer. I taught Rosebud mm-hmm. Baker. I've, I love teaching stand up and I always tell people you have to be original and different and because there's so many people who do the same stuff over and over and it's important to, to, you know, make people leave and go, oh, wow, and remember you. Mm-hmm. And I did remember you since, and this Thank is before you. social media and everything. Yeah. And then, like, seeing you get on TV shows and be in documentaries and stuff like that, I'm mm-hmm. like, I remember seeing her at the, you know, the club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you and Rachel Feinstein did the Call Girls. Yeah. And I, and I hit her up because I go, this is the funniest goddamn thing I've heard in a long, long <laughs> I love time. That. It's the, it's, it's the two of you making, it's like the jerky boys. Yes. But oh, a couple yeah. of girls. And it's so funny. Well, Rachel and I have always had a connection. We started the exact same time. Yeah. We, it's funny. We're two Jewish girls, uh, who both do characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of our mothers are therapists. We both grew up in such a similar thing. And it's funny when we, we both always say when we met, we were like, oh, wait a second. This girl's kind of just <laughs> like me. Yeah. You felt a little like threatened. Right, and, the rivalry, a quiet rivalry. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. It, it, when we, were, we were like, should we not like each other? And then we just ended up like falling in love with each other and becoming really close friends and realizing we're very different on stage in so many ways. And we had this bond and she's my closest friend in this business we're like sisters we talk every day and we ended up creating stuff together and Mm -hmm. we've always done these crazy characters and worn wigs and gone on on, out on the street and made videos together and they're on youtube and and we created this prank album together during covid and and both sat in our uh, our houses and and filmed it and called businesses and drove them crazy and and harassed them and uh and we do a lot of stuff together. We're doing Moon Tower Comedy Festival together. Going, on, we go on stage together. Where is that? It's in Austin. Yeah, okay. And uh, and we've done it at the you know DC Improv and at a lot of different places in New York where we go on stage together and just literally do like an act together and and do our jokes and do a Q and A at the end. I like to see more of that happening. Whether it's like bumping mics or like Melania and Kroll doing the right. old guys or whatever. That's what we're doing. I like that kind of two person thing. Yeah, and no women do it, so it's right. like our kind of people love it. When You've we carved do out it. your own little thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what my daughter said. She's she came and watched me do a set the other night, and the first thing she goes, uh, "You need to write more jokes." <laughs> <laughs> Because she had heard oh one of them before, and I was like, "She's twenty-one." She's and then I was like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "Well, honestly, 
you should take me up there with you. I'm like, go Aww. go figure out your comedy first, yeah. and then I'll bring it. Feel like, free. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. My she's daughter's funny, an though. actress, and I've brought her on stage with me. That's she's fun. amazing. She's going to be 16, but I, I love having her on stage with me. But you should do that. I can't believe you have a 21-year-old daughter. You're I have, so young. I have three uh, stepkids that I, I've raised since they oh, were little. Oh. And so my ex-wife is a little older than me. Yeah. So they, they're, yeah, the oldest is 23, 21, and then uh, 19. So, oh, that's great. Yeah. What were your square jobs back in the day? Well, I went for a master's in social work. Mm-hmm. Um, you were going to follow in mom's footsteps, I maybe? I was. Yeah. I was. I wanted to be a therapist. I mean, I never... Uh, yeah, I did want to be a therapist, but it was way too depressing. Right. Um, so I say I do the same thing now. So except comedy. I, I was going to say. Now. Now, now I'm about to cut myself. But, <laughs> there are fresh insights you can gain from that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I say it's the same thing, except I don't have to listen. I talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, but I was into sales, you know, I come from a sales business family. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I did, that's what I did. I was, I was in sales and stuff like that, but I, I started doing this and this is going to sound like I'm trying to be funny, but it really was so depressing from the beginning. I'm like, this is perfect. It's just so uncomfortable and causing me so much angst that it's right in your wheelhouse. (laughs) I really mean it. It was so familiar to me. I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. We were talking about cruises last segment, and uh, I know that you do a bunch of, or I did, did, I you did, did I some can't even think. But and, there are people who live on these cruise ships, and it's like, I remember years and years and years ago, before I even, I did stand up before radio, and even before I really knew what I was doing, comics would go on cruises, because the money was so good. Great. But friends of mine would try to get me out there, and they'd be like, well, you're out there for like three months, and I'm like... I don't think that I can do that. And they would all come back like borderline suicidal because you can't do anything above like G rated anyway. And you're. Oh my God. Yeah. It's horrific. I mean, I never did that like three months at a time. Right. But I, I would do maybe two weeks was the longest. And it is the, at first it's fun. It's, it's fun, fun for about 48 first, hours, 72 hours. Yeah, yeah, the first time you start doing it, I mean, I would go on these Royal Caribbean cruises, and there were 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 passengers, and these ships are unbelievable. Yeah. So it's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but then once you start doing them for a while, year after year, it's it's horrific. I mean, it's You know, you have some guy that keeps coming up to you everywhere you go. He's there. You know, you should do a joke about Molly. Right. Because you're in a confined space. Yeah, it's yeah, not like you leave the club yeah. and go unless back you, to the hotel. Right, you're, unless you jump. Yeah. There's nowhere to go. <laughs> you're seeing the crowd at the buffet. Right. And it's just the worst possible crowd. I mean, you, and they do have late night shows, but sometimes you have to do a completely different show. So you have to do one 45-minute show clean, and then you have to do another 45 mm-hmm. different show. There's kids. Right. So they're like, eh. Yeah. You'll just hear a baby crying, then someone will die. And there were sometimes dead people come yeah. to the audience. They've already died. They have a real cradle to the grave program there on, on the cruise ships. They'll just wheel in dead people. There's yeah. a baby. There's someone like, farting. We, we, we don't got any more room in the freezer, so we just put them in here. <laughs> yeah, there's n- half of them don't even understand English. It's mm-hmm. really a nightmare. But then I've done the gay cruises, which are heaven. Yeah. So those are mostly all gay men, and those are a blast. Now, those wh- I'll do. This is going to sound like a really stupid question. You can ask anything Why are you those want? more fun? Because gay men laugh at everything. There they you don't. Go. You, they really like. They don't get sensitive. You can say anything you want. The darker you are, the better. Mm-hmm. And it's just they don't. You know, on those. On, it's like having nurses in the audience. Yeah, nurses are great audience exactly. members because they're yeah they're. They've seen it all. They've done and so dark humor. They're <laughs> yeah. on board. Will you laugh at anything, Pancake? 
<laughs> yes, I will. Yeah. yeah. Here's, here's pound cake laughing at somebody dying. <laughs> Yeah, you know, hey, that guy fell off a building. Is he going to be okay? Oh, I think he'll be all right. Is he? You want to call an ambulance or something? Or yeah, he's very. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about, uh, and you don't have to worry about babies in the crowd on the gay cruise either. No, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, dead people. Nothing. Those are the best. They have yeah. the best parties. They, have, you know. I co-sign all of this. I've never been on a gay cruise, but I went to. So you should go on the gay cruise. Uh, they are, and I've done them with the biggest celebrity. I did them with. I did one with Carrie Fisher with. You know, Wanda Sykes with, oh, a ton of people. Yeah. Kristen Chenoweth. Kathy I mean, they, Griffin? Yes. I've, yes. I've done them with, I'm not kidding, with so many stars. And they get the best DJs from all over the world. They fly them in, lasers and mm-hmm. lighting. And it's the parties are unbelievable. Yeah. It's not a bunch of retirees. Oh, my God. Who are, who no, are these, wandering these in. These guys yeah. work out. Jacked. And they, <laughs> they are They literally jacked. have sex in yeah. front of everyone. They do. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm like, you don't even know. I literally... <laughs> Got, went into the jacuzzi once and and got pregnant and I was like forty five. I mean it was. Hey, <laughs> congratulations, yeah. Mazel tov. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Um, but they, they're a progressive boat, so you don't stay pregnant on there. No. <laughs> <laughs> they even have yeah. a sex deck. I yeah. mean, I talk about it in my car, in my car on stage where they fool around, and I said if lesbians had one, they would just be like up there crying and eating hummus. <laughs> yeah. But they have. Yeah. yeah. It's really. <laughs> The hummus deck is not yeah. as much fun. Yeah, the sobbing deck. Right. Really, yeah. A sex deck. That's amazing. Yeah. They just go up there and just, it's, and I, I had to go see what was going on. <laughs> yeah. So I just, you know, I. The enchantment I, of the Now, was seas. it just the name or was it <laughs> live up to the Well, I was afraid label. people would recognize me because I already already performed, but then I just told everyone I was a bear, a gay bear, because <laughs> I look like one kind of. Uh-huh. So Put it on was, a woolly cap. Yeah, and, yeah. 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 So, but those are great. I I'm a little weary of doing a cruise ship again, anyway, because of just being grossed out at this point. <laughs> well, post COVID too. Uh, I mean, I yeah. Don't, yeah, that's not. Are you like a germaphobe or anything no. like that? Or no, that's good. No, it's the one thing you're not addicted to. No, germaphobia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the last this is unbelievable, but the last gay cruise I did, uh, the last cruise I did, period. This is unreal. Was to Alaska, which is gorgeous, mm-hmm. but. I ended up having to get I, my gallbladder. Uh, I, we were going to an island called Sitka in Alaska, and I had a horrible pain in my stomach and went down to the hospital below, you know, below deck, which for me means that I, I feel like I'm dying. Like I would never have mm-hmm. gone down there unless I was in horrific pain. I turned yellow. I was in horrible pain, and I had to get my gallbladder removed. Can you believe this? In an, at an island. In an ambulance. It right. was so dramatic because all the gay men were like on their balconies watching me get in. They were like, oh my God, what is happening with Jessica Carson? Like, like flinging all over the balconies, like uh-huh. just freaking out. Cause I, and I had to stay there. The ship left. I had to stay there by myself in this hospital with one operating room. It was tiny. Because you got to recoup or whatever? What, I, had it, I had it. They had to do it there. I you, had but it you, but did you have to get a flight out? Like, how did you... I had when to... When it was time to go. I, right. I had yeah. to stay there for days by myself. And Whoa. I had to have an operation there. And this guy, you know, they have, like, traveling doctors who go there, for, like, from the army. You know, just one guy did, yeah. d- who's there for, I guess, three months at a time, a surgeon. Um, he operated on me. And then I flew from there to Se- uh, to Seattle, and my dad met me there and flew me home to wow. New York. It was horrible. Oof. Yeah, it was my first operation, too. This was like five years ago. Yeah. 
But that was my last experience on a cruise ship, so I'm not really looking forward to... I mean, I really am not jumping... Guys, last time it was the gallbladder. Mm-hmm. I don't want to... I don't want to tempt fate again. Yeah. Yeah. That did was they, crazy. Did they at least send you home with the gallbladder? Did they at least put it in a jar and send it off with you? <laughs> no, but... Oh, no. <laughs> They're like, do you want to see it? I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm not really... <laughs> it was in my body, and apparently my body didn't want it anymore, so... Yeah. That's okay. Uh, Jessica Kirsten is doing her first time at Hilarities this weekend... Um, how that has happened, who knows? But um, there are plenty of shows that you can go to. If you go to pickwickandfrolic.com, uh, you can get the info. You can go to jessicacurson.com. And Jess- I think that gallbladder story will really get people to buy tickets. I, I mean, think so, that's too. That's why I told it. Listen, it's, it's going to make you lighter on your yeah. feet. You know, people can uh, they can identify with uh, being in the hospital <laughs> in Alaska. <laughs> and, you know, it's beautiful. Probably, There's bears and whales. Yeah, and, there's probably you know. people listening there like, I have my gallbladder out, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I got to go see She feels lady. my pain. Yeah. I know what's going on. Yeah. It's a special kind of torture. Yeah, uh, the Call Girls is very funny for people who are looking uh, for that. You have a handful of podcasts that you host as well. Yeah, I mean the truth is, people when they people that should come to see me, I'm not just you know a lot of people think oh female con. I'm not. You know, I don't just appeal to women. I really don't. No. I appeal to right. men and women, um, and I do a lot of characters. I I do a lot of crowd work, um, very just spur-of-the-moment kind of stuff. It's, and it's a very fluid show. Yeah. It's, yeah. Very, it's, very, it's a very fun uh, watch, because it is, like, it. honestly, I'm surprised that you were as big as you were just because you do put so much energy into your show. Yeah, you mean that I didn't drop dead. She would have burned off some. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, you're not like running all over the stage, but like there's there's not like a lull where you're like... No, there's no lulls. What am I thinking about? No, there's no lulls. It's very energetic. Basically, I I really believe that people need to be entertained, that if you pay for the show, you should not have to think a lot. I put in 110% and you pay for the show and you're going to get a show, like a real show. And I put that into every single show I do. Well, it's a great club. You'll get a great crowd. Yeah. And... um I'm glad you came in. Nice to meet you. Me too. Thanks you guys are great. Yeah. Alan, you have been described by your enemies as evil, insane, manipulative. Who are you? Call the Alan Cox Show. 216-578-1007 or Arguments happening online as to whether there are more doors in the world or more yes, wheels. I actually had someone ask me about this. Wow. And I am. If you were over wheels. Green Needle or was it Green Needle and Zanny? No, that 
Laurel and Zanny. Laurel and, and Zanny. Green, Green needle, needle and Brainstorm. Brainstorm. Yeah. Brain something. Yeah. Are there more wheels or doors in the world? You've already been mixed up in this? Someone asked me what I thought, and I uh, I am team wheels. I'll give you my reason why. I, I believe you. I think there's probably a case to be made for either. There was a guy in New Zealand who just posted, my friends and I are having the stupidest debate. Do you think that there are more doors or wheels in the world? And he posted a, a Twitter poll. And wheels, at the time of him posting, were edging out doors. You're on Team Wheels. I'm Team Wheels. Well, tell me. Hot Wheels. <laughs> See, everybody else is focused on the life-size automobiles. Right. So you have all those, too. But then you think of all the other wheels there can be in the yep, world. Yep, right. And there's just no way there's that many doors. Three wheels. At least. What about... What, what if there's only... One wheel. What if there's only one real wheel? Could it be... So every wheel is taken into account. That, that's Wagon what I, wheels. That's what I understand. The guy lives in Auckland. A guy named Ryan Nixon. Uh, I don't know if he's the first person to do it, but he's the one getting the attention for it. Um, wouldn't it be wild though if because even I mean something like this blew up just from you and your friends having a conversation. You and, think of all the doors in this building. Mm-hmm. And how many doors? There's, I mean, there's a lot of doors in this building. There are a lot. Mm-hmm. But there are, then you look out of the parking lot and look at all the cars out there, and there's way more wheels. There's way more wheels than there are doors. Okay. Because, I mean, just right now, and the parking lot's like half empty, and there's still, you know, probably a hundred cars out there. But are we counting, like, in cabinets and stuff, too, in little, uh, Laundry, oh, good. laundry shoot doors and stuff like good that. Good point. Well, because there are people are going, who's voting doors? Because there's wheels on everything. There's wheels on garment racks mm-hmm. and rubbish bins. And mm-hmm. you know, this is obviously a European thing, but um, we got to we got to know what counts because like cabinets could technically be a door. There are doors on dollhouses, and some, this is what perpetuates the uh, the, the argument. argument. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I was reading an article with a woman who said that she was hired by Jeff Bezos on the spot. She had uh, interviewed for a high-level position in Amazon years ago. She's gone on to other things, but earlier in her career, she wrote this this article on the question that uh, that I answered Jeff Bezos, and he hired me on the spot. And the question he answered asked her was, how many windows do you think are in Seattle? And he wanted to see her in real time, how she would work this out. And she said, it took us about two hours on a whiteboard to try to figure this out. But that was kind of what I was thinking. There would have to be a way to streamline this into something where you might maybe not unequivocally determine which of the two there are, but to get a pretty good number. But there are doors and wheels on just about everything. What about wheeled doors? Hmm. What? What about the what about pocket doors? I have a handful of pocket doors at Casa Cox. Those are doors with wheels. There's double the number of homes in the world than there are cars. This is for someone on Team Door. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter, not yet spring, but a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak, maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, They'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation Windows? They'll throw in Cavs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation Windows could be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. Then there are other types of buildings with the doors. Most vehicles have many doors. Somebody asked, should we count spear- steering wheels oh, and spare tires? There are, there are doors on all those cars. Ooh, I'm, Someone but, else said... I'm going... If, if we're counting any wheel... We're talking like Hot Wheels in toys. That's so many wheels. And they don't all have doors. I'm going team wheels still. Someone said doors by far. Most things with wheels have at least a two to one door to wheel ratio. Wheeled constructions always have doors. Doored structures don't always have wheels. <laughs> so it's just it's it is a silly, it's a silly conversation. I, lo- I love conversations like this. I do though. too. It's I, it's better than screaming at each other about stuff you have no control over. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter, not yet spring, but a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak, maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, they'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in Cavs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation windows could be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy, and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. So the uh, door-to-wheel ratio. Somebody noted that grocery stores have many more wheels than doors because they're on the carts. Yeah. 
Three wheels. You don't want the three-wheeled cart. <laughs> Two wheels. No, no. On, more, no. more wheels. <laughs> but how many are squeaky? One wheel. Uh, yeah, so uh, who knows? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter. Not yet spring. But a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak. Maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy... They'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in cabs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation windows can be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call to Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. Maybe Steve can uh, clarify Uh, this for us. Roman makes a good point. If we're Uh, counting Lego wheels, those numbers are in the billions. Lego wheels. All right. What's up, Steve? So, like, my son's bucket of Matchbox cars, lots and lots of wheels. Yep, and and cars almost cancel each other out because you got four doors on most cars, you got four wheels on all cars, so that's kind of a wash. But when you add up the sheer amount of toy wheels alone, it's kind of mind blowing. And some of those Matchbox cars, the doors open on those too. But Steve, would you? It, it almost comes down to what's considered a door, because would the hood and the trunk be considered doors? No, but if you have a hatchback vehicle, it's considered a door. So it would be a three or a five door, depending on if it were a coupe or a sedan. Now, so now seriously, why is that? Is that because there's a window and a hatchback? Why wouldn't the, the hood, uh, it's not considered a door? I mean, it's hinged. Right, it's, because, the, because the trunk encloses a compartment. That's more of a lid. I see. Yeah. A lid. A metal, yeah. <laughs> a metal <laughs> lid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So your team wheels. Uh, it's got to be wheels, man. I mean, like, and somebody else made that shopping cart reference. You go to Walmart, you see 500 carts in a row times four wheels there. I mean, and then all the toys. To know how many wheels that Walmart is. Walmart with mm-hmm. wheels on them. And, and yeah, man, it's got to be wheels. And then all the people that can't walk, so they're in rascal scooters. Yeah. With wheels. With wheels. <laughs> no doors on those. Okay, no, thank you, Steve. You've brought right, up man. some solid yeah. points. <laughs> yeah, when someone can't walk, you don't put them on a door. That's correct. You put them on a wheel. Put them on wheels. Uh, Chase in Brunswick. Hello. Hey, Alan. Hate the show. Thank you. What's up? Hey, I was just thinking the whole wheel situation. Think of trains that go by, how there's thousands of freight cars and engines and maybe only like six doors per engine. But, I mean, each wheel on there, those trains are two and a half, three miles long. Yeah, I think it's wheels by a lot. Hmm. I would say wheels. 
Okay. Oh my God! Listen to that horn! Oh my God! Oh, she's beautiful! If you ask that guy doors or wheels, he would say horns. Mm. He doesn't care. Didn't care for either. Well, I think he appreciates the entire train. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! You're saying he likes the combination of wheels and doors. He's not just wanting a horn. He wants a horn on a train. Oh my God! Listen to that horn! Oh my God! Oh, she's beautiful! What about windows? Windows on wheels? Well, are there more windows than there are wheels? Because now I think there's way more windows than there are doors. Yes. And cars are all covered. And you think that there are more windows than wheels? Yeah. I think windows can take wheels. Hey, John. Yes. What's up? Hey, so in the uh, the debate with the um, on cars that they uh, the win- the doors and wheels negate each other. Uh, there's a consideration of how many wheels are in the engine, um, flywheels, and that run the belts. Uh... Oh. And then also most windows also have or doors have wheels, like garage doors have wheels that run it along the track. Yeah. Windows have wheels that slide them back and forth. So your team wheels. So me. So even if I were to like throw windows into the discussion, you're probably right. There's probably still more wheels, just because it's a, I it's a. Still, I think there's wheels in almost anything that moves. More more functional item, yeah. Than. Hmm. Okay. Uh, got it. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Boy, we're really. I think it's we're going to solve this whole thing. It's what. What do they call? It? Is it simple machines? Is a wheel one of those? Or like an incline plane, things like that. Yes. Yeah. Larry David didn't like it mm-hmm. in that Super Bowl commercial, but that's on him. Hey, Matt. Is it me? That's you. If you're Matt and Lorraine. Yes, sir. What's up? Oh, uh, I was thinking. The old, the old, this is very important. The only solution is to have a census, a wheel, and door, and human census every year. We have to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell them that who's the head of the household, how many people live there, and how many wheels and doors are in your life. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you can't even get people to do the yeah. census when you're just counting heads in your own home, yeah, let alone wheels and doors. If it's for the this kind of important, I think it takes it to another level. So I think it, I think that's brilliant, Matt. I love it. Uh, it it's really Wait. important. A wheel and door Alan census. Cox. All right. Alan Cox for president. Right. Yes. All right. A wheel in every pot. <laughs> hey, you finally found somebody that I'd rather have Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Uh, Trump 2024 is starting to sound pretty good, doesn't it? I'm declaring my candidacy. Uh, hey, Jim. How are you? What's going on? Largest producer of tires every year. It is what? Lego. Oh, Lego. Yeah, well, that's what Bill said. It kind of along the lines of Matchbox cars. And yeah, so. Yeah, when you take into account the toys. And then uh, the one caller mentioned the wheels that make things work. That's a lot of wheels. A lot of wheels. A lot of wheels. Uh, Jim, you know, you know uh, that's a fact that Lego is the biggest uh, producer of wheels? Yeah, look it up. Rubber wheels, they're the biggest tire manufacturer. Wow. 
most produced. Yet. I wonder how yeah, I, I wonder how many normal sized tires. Uh, the rubber in a normal sized tire, like a sedan tire. I wonder how many Lego wheels that rubber could make. I wonder what the ratio it's a there is. Type of rubber, though. What's that? It's a different type of rubber, I think. Yeah, I guess I, sh- I should have uh, somebody from Goodyear uh, hit me up. Okay, hey, thank you, Jim. I appreciate the call. Uh, Nick, our tech correspondent. Hello, Alan. Hey. Doors all the way. You got a disc tray door. You got a side panel door in your computer. And if we're talking about Windows 2, like Bezos, oh, God, let's not even start the number of copies of illegal Windows people have, let alone legal Windows. <laughs> <laughs> illegal Windows. Right. Huh. So you're Team Doors. As of now, yep, I'm Team Doors. I was Team Wheels to start at the beginning of this, but... I'm team doors now. I'm looking around. I got, I don't know, what do you count a glove box? Do you count that as That's a what door? I thought, I too. Mm-hmm. Well, but that, that's, but is that a lid? I mean, or according, hatcher, yeah. You know, yeah, according to the trunk hood scenario, that's just covering a compartment. So would the glove box door just be a lid? I think Windows has entered the chat, though, too. So that's getting thrown in, but wheels, doors. So you're going to be team doors, Nick. Yep, unless Man. I get some more evidence to the contrary, I'm running Team Doors. Team right. Doors, right. wow. I feel okay. like the, the the toy and yeah, you know, but you, you talk about on a computer. There's inside computers. There's wheels, right? Yeah, flywheels and things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. The, you know, Thank you, Nick. Hey, Zach. Yeah. What's going on? Hey. What about all the wheels that are on garage doors that make them go up? Yeah, someone mentioned that. Yup. Yeah. Mm, kind of splitting the difference with those. How about... All the wheels that are on conveyor belts, too. What about doors made of wheels? What about... Are there any wheels made of doors? You know, reclaimed materials? <laughs> recycled? Sure, it's out there. Right. Mm. Boy, who knew that it would... uh, So, listen, I think it's probably safe to say, well, I mean, just based on the poll alone, uh, most people are on team wheels. Not by a huge margin, that 53% to 46%, but maybe doors will come from behind. It is an interesting topic because it does make you just start thinking of how things are created and just how, just the amount of... Of stuff on this planet. Yes. There's just so much crap. <laughs> Think of all the wheels. It makes, me, it makes me want to, like, do a little, uh, what's the, the bring you joy lady? Marie Kondo. Yeah, Marie Kondo. <laughs> let's get some of the, let's get rid of some of these wheels and some of these doors. It's sure. a little cluttered right now. I mean, we've thrown as much mm-hmm. stuff and, as we can into the ocean. We're running <laughs> out of room, but still. Think of all the wheels in the elevators, wheels in drawers and desks. A 100 to 1 ratio of wheels to doors in a building alone. Somebody else asked, is the debate about ever or now? Oh, there's definitely a time when doors were winning. Yeah. Uh, Also a time where neither. Right. Is a broken door or wheel still (laughs) a door or a wheel? There was a time when, yeah, there's doors winning one to nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, imagine what Twitter would have looked like back then. Mm Mm-hmm. A broken door or a wheel, still a door or a wheel. Again, these are all, I think, 
uh, based on the limitations of our information, unanswerable questions. There is an answer somewhere in the universe, but we're not privy to it. But to me, this is way more interesting than, is this dress black or blue? I like the... And, and it's... Because that one's so binary. This one has so many other factors. Mm-hmm. That one's also very dependent on, you know, the way your eyes work. Right. Uh, and it was blue or gold, I thought. Yeah, blue or yeah. gold, probably. And then, and then with the Green Needle Brainstorm, I've heard both on that. Like you can, you can if say, you think of the word, yeah. you'll hear it. Um, yeah. What's the one where where it's the soccer stadium where they're chanting, and if you read certain words along with it, it'll be like Bart Simpson is. Oh okay, yeah, you'll yeah. hear the the yeah, words. hear whatever they're saying. Right. What power suggestion? Yeah. This, however, I think is somewhat contingent on on how your eyes work. What if you see wheels? As doors, this is really gonna screw you up. Well, then I think yeah, <laughs> I think you got bigger problems then, <laughs> right? Than this, yeah. Well, I, I, you you n- maybe not necessarily a problem, but definitely a situation that you need to deal with. You need to consult or an ophthalmologist. Seeing, yeah, you're seeing wheels where doors should be. Hey, chef. Yo, what's up? Just thinking about wheels and doors. Yeah, we all are, man. <laughs> I thought about the warehousing business and the transportation business and those things that they move boxes along that just roll them along. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of wheels. those wheels. Yeah. 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 You think of all the bicycles out there? They don't got doors. come on. They don't got doors on bikes. Oh, they should. Those would be fun. You imagine riding a bike with doors? So fun. (laughs) Yeah, they got motorcycles. Aerodynamic. and Hey, Mike. Hey, what's up, guys? Hate the show. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good. Um, I'm going with Bill with the whole Windows thing, um, because there are countless and countless windows of opportunity. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter. Not yet spring, but a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak, maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, they'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in Cavs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start, or call them. Give them my name, 866 90 Nation. Your Window Nation windows can be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call to Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. 
<laughs> I appreciate that a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Windows of opportunity. Crickets, crickets. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I was, I... <laughs> um. Okay. Thank you. Uh, hey, Kathy. Hi. Hi. Hey. Did um anyone say apartments and hotels and motels with their gazillion doors and closets and hotel motel Holiday Inn? Oh, yeah. yeah. So many doors. So many wheels. I don't know. Thank you, Kathy. I, I boy. I mean, we could go on forever with this, but of course I can't because I have tool tickets I've got to give away. So I'll give those away after the break. A time at home. Daylight saving. When time doesn't come. You can't run from this. Saving daylight. What time is it? Playing this weekend. A timely reminder from the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. Thanks to Rick Hexum for helping out in the video today <laughs> at alancockshow.com. I assume celebrating March 11th in the appropriate fashion. Cabs are doing it. Uh, tonight they're going to be in Miami celebrating something, I imagine, post-game, right? I hope they win by 11. Wiling out. <laughs> uh, they're playing the Heat uh, tonight. That's an 8 o'clock game, so 7.30 on MMS is when uh, the whole shebang gets going with the pregame coverage. You can, of course, listen on the iHeartRadio app as well. And then they'll head to Chicago to play the Bulls tomorrow night. Tristan Thompson. Who else? Uh, The other guy. Um, Rondo? Or we have Rondo. We have Rondo. DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. But who's the guy that just went to the Bulls? Maybe I'm thinking of DeMar DeRozan. Well, I mean... Marta Rosa went there. Ball, Lonzo Ball went there. Yeah, no. Uh, who else we got? Uh, you got Zach Levine. He's been there for a minute, though. Hmm. Anywho, that's Sunday night, and then the Cavs are back here at home on Monday to play the Clippers, and then pretty soon we're going to be talking about Guardians baseball, which is very exciting. They're going to start selling spring training tickets uh, in a bit. Next Friday is the first spring training game. They're going to be playing the Reds out in Goodyear. And then they'll be playing the Cubs and you know all kind of stuff. And then the season opener is April the 7th. I don't think the Guardians play until the next day, though. I think the first Guardians game is April the 8th against Kansas City. And then the home opener is the 15th against the San Francisco Giants. The home opener, Bill, take a note, uh, is played at Progressive Field. Cool. In Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, hey, Jimmy. Yeah. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, Parmigiano Reggiano. 
Uh, what? Cheese. Oh. Cheese. <laughs> Spot, wheel, door, salad, <laughs> Wheels of cheese, yeah. Wheels of cheese. That's it. That's all yeah, got. okay. Hey, thank you. There's uh, Jimmy and Akron. Again, it comes down to what counts. You know, somebody called last segment, and they said that um, they mentioned windows of opportunity. Hmm. <laughs> but somebody texted and said, there may be windows of opportunity, but opportunity knocks on doors. Hey, I was in that commercial. Well, couldn't that knock on windows, too? You were in what commercial? Oh, it was called Doors of Opportunity, that Akron commercial. Well, the commercial you did? <laughs> that I had the point that they, five That you seconds. were walking by and they happened to put you in? Hey! It was called Doors of Opportunity? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, that's because that's what someone, someone sent me. Walk through the door and opportunity is waiting for you? I don't, is the implication? I don't know. It's in the commercial, but someone sent me the link, and I remember that's what it was. It, it was called Doors of Opportunity. Yeah, we looked at it because you didn't have a line. They just took a. <laughs> they flashed your face. Yes, right? I did have the line. I did have lines. I said them. They just cut them out. They cut it out. They said, "Oh, his voice does not match with what we thought. We saw the super hot stud walking for a college job, and then I was like, hey! I, I feel like you're retconning this whole experience. There's some revisionist history going on there. You're putting words in their mouth. No, I was popping. I had my Hollister outfit. I tell people to look real close on my freeze frame. You so why did Hollister they? Shirt. Right. So why did they expect you to be able to deliver a line though, based on how you looked? You I, mean that they thought you had it all together? Yeah, yeah. I think that I." I I think a lot of people are off, like, my voice is off-putting to people because they they just picture me having a deeper voice because of how I look. Maybe it is your delivery. Maybe it's not the timbre or the tone of your voice. Maybe it's not the quality. Maybe it's I the delivery. Maybe they didn't like you what? I bragged too much. What do you mean bragged? Because I was walking from the radio station, and I was just like, oh, this should be... The key is to try and play it cool, but sometimes you don't even have that option because... They had these things called non-disclosure agreements. That's his normal voice. I pitch him up, of course. If you're new it's to a really show. good voice. Yeah. Why you don't we use, use that voice? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you use that voice on a regular basis? So you showed up, and they said something too, and you what you bragged about being on the radio station. They're they like, how how would you like to be in a commercial? I was like, oh, sure, absolutely. And you know, other people were in there rehearsing their lines, and they're getting light makeup done. I'm just like, oh, this should be a breeze. I was like, I just came from the radio station. I, I was like, this should be nothing. I, I go to school for communications, and I'm just like, oh, wow, how cool is this? You know, I already got my first, you know, radio job, and I'm only a, I, I was, what, a junior or sophomore? But surely even you understood that college radio is not contingent on the quality of your voice. They're just looking for warm bodies. No, I was, but I... Not only did nobody I, in college radio has a good voice, but I don't know necessarily how well I did in regards to the lines. Like I thought I killed it. And other oh, people, I see. And so they probably didn't use it because one. How like, many takes did you get? Like because if they only give you one, you know you stunk it up. <laughs> They're like, mm, maybe you'll get two. I, I think I had. I don't remember. It was like I don't remember those details. I just remember saying it, and they were like, "Thank you very much." And I'm just sitting there waiting. I'm like, "Oh my god!" It, it's literally like the SpongeBob episode. Like, wait. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm in a commercial. I'm in a commercial. And then you see like the side of SpongeBob's ear. And he's like, that was awesome. Literally me. Yeah. Covered by the UPC code on the magazine. Yeah, okay. Well, you were still in the commercial. Still counts. Still up there. Still counts. Still counts. Yeah. You're in there. Yeah, there. Put it on your reel. Thing is. That's how you get your SAG card.
I went into like I after I finally got home, I was like, wow, what an amazing day. I was like, I had a good radio show. Um, I had a I was great on the commercial and, you know, work was fun. And I to- went home to tell my roommate, I'm like, can, can you believe it? I was in a commercial today. He's like, really? Me too. I'm like, where? He was like, here on campus. I'm like, oh, he was in the same commercial. He was in the same commercial as me. I didn't even see him. <laughs> he was there. He he shot his before mine. <laughs> did he get a line? He got longer FaceTime than I did. I see. And he was up there with a bitch chilling. <laughs> uh, well, that's what the casting call sheet said. We need somebody who will chill with a bitch. <laughs> Is that you, sir? It, like- sa- it says right here in in the in the printout. He looked like he was reading. He wasn't reading. Rather than your radio experience, why didn't you extol the virtues of your prior commercial experience? What do you mean? Lunchtime, lunchtime at Mr. Zubbs. This was before that. Oh, this was prior to Mr. Zubbs. This was my sophomore year of college. Lunchtime, lunchtime at Mr. Zubbs. It had to be because I remember where I was living and I had that Hollister job. That's how I remember. Yeah. Hmm. That stupid Hollister job. Well, listen, I can't tell you how many doors there are. I can't tell you how many wheels there are. I mean, Bill, I could tell you how many windows were installed last year <laughs> with Window Nation. I was waiting for that. Oh, boy, so many and so expertly done. Hmm. Well, listen, uh, Pound Cake, is, uh, he's commercial ready. If you are a local organization that needs someone on camera, he's out there. Now he's ready uh, to give your uh, business some FaceTime. Mm-hmm. He'll show you his reel. It is .5 seconds. But you can get a pretty good feel for it. You can get a feel for it just watching this show day to day. You might see him do a little half shimmy. Our, half our views come from him w- watching the segments. I don't that he do enjoys that on. anymore. <laughs> oh, from him watching his segments? Yeah. He goes, oh, I did Why are the Pound Cake segments get so many views? Oh, that's Cody watching them. <laughs> On repeat. <laughs> well, it's like a football player watching tape. You yeah. want to see... Some people watch them to find out their mistakes. You know, like when, you, when you're... I don't know how long uh, you... That's not what he's doing. Huh? He's not watching That's mistakes. right. He's yeah. not doing that. Yeah. He's just watching to watch. What do you think I'm doing when I'm watching myself, Bill? You're enjoying yourself. You are enjoying. If not you, then who? I'm luxuriating right? in myself. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> you should be your number one fan. Who else is going to boost her for you? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just going to turn on myself. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nobody else is looking to promote you. You've got to do it. That's a good instinct. Oh, look at this video of me shimmying. Yeah. <laughs> what? There's a video stream just being annoying. Oh, yeah? Oh, he did that on purpose, so I couldn't watch myself. Oh, you think this is a segment where you're having a, that good of a segment? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you th- you yeah. know this one you were going to watch back? I remember the times where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I talked, like, Alan talked back to me today. Those days when I actually got, like, some airtime, and it was, like, the first couple times being on air. When you were an intern. Yeah. Yeah. And I would go home and, like, run to my room. I'm like, I talked today. I talked today. Yeah, but that's exciting. I mean, you're. I get that. And this is back when we had like that web. But then you got really apparently that wasn't that such big deal anymore. At <laughs> some point, he's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I run this. I run this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out this bitch. 
Let me go watch myself. Back when I would daily get into screaming matches with Chris Tyler. Well, it was him screaming at me. Why was he screaming at you? Say bitch too much. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's true. But you don't take anyone's advice. You hear it, and then you go back into the room, and you do the exact same thing you just got yelled at. Okay, you say bitch too much. Bitch, don't tell me I say bitch too much. (laughs) You bitch. Oh, it's messed up in here, too. Probably messed up everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. I'm hungry. We will return to our regularly scheduled program momentarily. Please stay tuned. I was reading about hungry. All I had was gummy worms today. All you had was gummy worms. Why is that all you had? Getting ready to record a podcast. That's what I had my in my bag, huh? Why? Hold on. I had to finish my gummy worm. (laughs) I love that. I had to finish my gummy worm. Like it's a hamburger. It takes like a dozen bites. You know, you could eat a gummy worm in one shot. And I finished my gummy worm. (laughs) I think I said worms. You see uh, worms. Joe Buck's leaving Fox and going to ESPN. I saw that that was being talked about. Is it, that him and Troy Aikman over there? Yeah, or? so Troy Aikman Troy already Aikman. made the move. And Troy, Troy Aikman's deal is ridiculous. Well, he's really good, right? He's like a, he's like a valuable property for yeah. them. Yeah. He's getting $95 million over, or $92.5 million over five years. Good for him. And uh, But Joe, Joe Buck, Buck must be getting crazy paid, too. Yeah. But not as much as I thought. Joe Buck would get more, but hmm. he's getting apparently sixty to seventy-five million over five years. He has been at Fox for thirty years. I I know there's people who hate Joe Buck because Joe Buck is one of these guys who, for some reason, no matter what team you root for, you think Joe Buck hates your team. Yeah, <laughs> which is very silly. I think it's as the a, funniest. Thing I like people. Joe Buck. I, I, I don't mind him either. And I think if it's you ever so see funny. him in like interviews and stuff, he's very funny. He's very personable. He almost died from hair implants. That's a funny story too. Um, got a hot young wife. I think it's funny when he, yeah, like people are like, oh, he just loves the other team. Like he picks storylines and will call back to them often. So like when we were playing the Cubs in the World Series, he kept talking about Kyle Schwarber and. People were like, "Oh, he just loves that guy so much," and I was just like, "It's just, it's his job. So he does." So they're reuniting him and Troy Aikman. Then. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. basically keeping them together. Gotcha. But they, uh, yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, Fox was paying Joe Buck eleven million dollars a year. He had one year left in his contract, but Fox let him out of his deal, as they said, a good gesture for his years of service, well, which kind. means. We've been looking to replace you with somebody younger anyway who won't cost us 11. We're going to get somebody new who's on the come up and we can pay them $2 million a year. I wonder who that's going to be, though. There's plenty of people. Probably a woman. They're trying to get, you know. Yeah. Widen it out a little bit. Joe Buck's new deal is expected to be in the five year, 60 to $75 million range. Well, yeah, you're not going to leave for less money. Wow. Well, good for him. Yeah, getting paid. Yep. Get that Joe Buck money. And he lives in Puerto Rico, I believe. So he'll fly to wherever they're doing the game. He lives in Puerto Rico? He, he li- Something like that. Because he was on an episode of the Manning cast. 
or whatever they call it, like uh, Peyton and Eli doing their show on Monday Night Football. And he was broadcasting from someplace. He's like, this is my house, and I, I believe it was like Puerto Rico or something like that. Oh, he probably has a house there. Yeah. But oh, I, I, I mean, that's where he goes to spend the week because he's, he's huh. all over the place. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go live in a place. You know, he's probably flying private, so wow. he's got that kind of money. So you just go home and you zip Puerto back. Rico, yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico. We love Puerto Rico. Having yeah. having the money to be able to fly private whenever you need to fly. <sighs> having your own plane. Yeah. But, like, that's just, you live on a, a completely different lifestyle then. You do. like It's, it's so, like, uh, Tom Segura was just in town, and he flies in private. And, like, I was having dinner with his opener and some other people that work for him. And... I'm like, oh, is Tom coming tonight? And they're like, no, Tom gets here 10 minutes before the show starts because wow. he flies, flies in. into yeah, Burke yeah. and drives over. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, you just call somebody and you go, hey, fuel up the jet. But, I mean, he's, he's Wheels up it. in an yeah, hour. It's yeah. just like that's, yeah, you don't got to go through security or anything like that. It's just a completely different experience. Have you ever done the private jet thing? Me? Yeah. I've never even flown first class. Me either. You don't even have any friends that has that flies private, Alan? Why that, would I have that, friends who have private because planes? Because I do, and I think if I do, you should, too. It's because you hang out with, like, gay porn stars and No, stuff. not all. <laughs> Every time you talk about a friend, you go, I have a friend who does gay porn, no. and they make a ton of money. There was a guy I met back in my... Ooh, I was, like, 18... Just 18. Um, there was a guy I met at Bounce when that was a thing. He is a financial advisor, and he told me... Um, and I've seen pictures of the planes that his clients would send him. He said he had a client in Pittsburgh that he had to make a run for. And I'm like, how you gonna, how you going to get to Pittsburgh? Like, He's like, oh, he needs me like tonight. I'm like, oh, you're going to do that. Right, so they he, sent him a plane. He sent, his friend sent him his plane. Uh, and Yeah, I don't have friends with private planes. Oh, that, that's a guy working in finance. Yeah. I mean, if he's lucky, it sounds like he's got some pretty high money clients. Yeah. No, I don't have friends with private planes. A, don't have that many friends. B, <laughs> the ones I truly, the ones I do, no. I mean, yeah. actually, Gwen has friends that have private jets. I don't know. She and Joe Buck went to the same college. I bet you she has friends. She just don't want to tell you to make you feel bad and broke. But <laughs> I bet, you, I bet you she does. <laughs> Listen, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make me feel bad. I would say if you have a friend with a private plane, I think by now I would have I, I found like that, that makes, out. But that, but that's his thought process of like. Oh, he's she's keeping it from you so you don't feel bad. I wouldn't feel, feel bad. Yeah, I'd feel broke. Yeah, but that's because that's how he would feel. <laughs> you have a friend with a private plane, and you by, didn't tell me that. By the way, him. why why would not having a private plane make you feel broke? There's a long way between broke and private plane money, mm-hmm. and you can rent a private plane. By the way, I know it's not it's not that expensive. It's like thirty thousand. Yeah, I'm fine flying mm-hmm. commercial. I'm just not only that. I'm fine flying economy. I've never even purchased a first-class ticket. I have a friend that's a pilot for private planes. Well, then why aren't you flying around the friendly skies? You have all these friends. You don't seem to avail yourself of their services very often. Because I think I would. You're, like, worried. This kid gets anxiety running to the terminal to get on a plane to friggin' Los Angeles or whatever. You why do if you have friends with private planes why are you even messing with all that stuff? Because my friend told me that I would abuse that privilege. So he yes, does, you would he, he, he abuse what off. privilege? Flying private, allowing me to be on his plane. But how would you abuse that? Because I would ask him and hit him up all the time, and he would say no. 
I know. Yeah, but he doesn't want to have to do, do that. He oh, he knows you'd be it. super yeah. annoying yeah. about it. Because he posts oh, pictures. He posts pictures on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm like, oh my god, that looks so fun. When you next time when you go up in the air, hit me up. <laughs> and he's like, all, all my friends say that. And he was like, but you. You mean it. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah, he's, he's so call- much pride in it, too. <laughs> but he's calling you broke, yeah. too. I am broke. And that's why he knows he can't give me that privilege, because I would be the worst guest. But why all. wouldn't you just act like you've been there before? <laughs> like, because I'm like, just play it, just play it cool. If you, if you want to repeat performance or if you want to be asked back, just play it cool. But I'm like, not like too cool, but I mean, just mm-hmm. be not nice, play it cool. I'm beaming. I'm like, I'm in a private play. <laughs> <laughs> but what? And the lady comes uh, over. Tell you what, me. I'm, I'm going to go down this road with you here briefly okay. before I have to go to a break. You're screaming that you're on a private plane. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's private. It's exclusive. But and it's gifted I, to me. Right. But you but so you and a couple other people are on this plane. No, just me. <laughs> oh, just you. Just me. Oh, we're getting back to that scenario. No, no okay, right. let's let's say it's just you on the plane. I have caviar and a mimosa. Oh, you're adding all this other stuff. But oh. that comes with it. You don't no, just, private. Pl- there are plenty of people who fly private planes where they there is not caviar, no caviar and mimosa. You don't get a stewardess it's, or anything. It, no. that, that cost extra. You get that's a lot of money, mm. especially if you're. Tom, let's use the Tom Segura mm. example. If he's flying from. Somewhere he, you know, to he, Cleveland. He's, not, he's in Austin now, so he's there you yeah, go. he's going back and forth to places and yeah, it's it's just a two and a half hour flight pretty much anywhere in the country from Austin. So he's like, Yeah, I, I wanna be home with my kids. That's the goal. It's not about the uh the extravagance of being able to like live it up on the plane, which is what Poundcake wants to do. He wants the the shortest route, shortest route, yeah. to get back and have his normal lifestyle as he can, right? Yeah, like Seinfeld. Yeah, he's back in his own bed, right? After the show, does Christina still go out on the road? Yeah, she doesn't go as much, but it, she's. I think she just filmed a special and she's torn on that soon. Mm. She'll be at Hilarities, I think, in September. Okay, something. She like hasn't that. been in here in a long time. I know. Remember, she brought her dog that one. Yeah, time. yeah. Back when they had to do press. <laughs> <laughs> right, they don't have to anymore. Yeah, Hello, we're glad you're here. If you need assistance or just have a question, our associates will be glad to help you anytime. Call the Alan Cox Show. 216-578-1007 or 35192. If you want to text me, com. If you want to watch the Bill Squire Friday Get Down, last one before daylight saving time kicks in this weekend. Uh, that is brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey. That uh, around these parts is how we know that the weekend has officially begun. And so that's on the way. Uh, Cavaliers tonight in Miami to play the Heat. Probably a lot nicer down there. Uh, 8 o'clock is the start tonight here on MMS and on the iHeartRadio app. You know I'm only into sports for the names. And that extends to high school, too. It extends to college. I imagine it extends to any situation where there's a fun name. Any situation where there's a fun name in sports. I came across a guy who goes to Michigan Tech, which is way... It's in Houghton, Michigan, which is way up in the UP. It's like you take a boat across to Thunder Bay, Ontario. 
a quarterback, big dude, long hair. His name is Steel Fortress. <laughs> yeah, it is. S T E L E. Steel That's Fortress. That's his yeah. name. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Alan for Window Nation. So, it's March. It's a critical time. You know, not quite winter. Not yet spring. But a great time to check the integrity of your windows under all kinds of inclement weather. If any of the windows in your home cracked, maybe they leak. Maybe they won't open or they won't stay open. Time to call the pros at Window Nation. Right now, for every two windows you buy, they'll give you two for free. Want to redo your whole home with Window Nation windows? They'll throw in cabs tickets for you, too. Even better, you pay them nothing for two years. Nothing down, no monthly, 0% interest. WindowNation.com, the best place to start. Or call them, give them my name, 866-90-NATION. Your Window Nation windows could be expertly installed in a day or less. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can join the thousands of other homeowners, including Casa Cox, who've trusted Window Nation for their homes. Window Nation will give you two windows for every two you buy and no payments for 24 months. Do that whole house. Get those Cavs tickets in there as well. 866-90-NATION. A call. Say, Alan Cox told me all about it. Or go to windownation.com. That's right. If you listen to the show on the aforementioned iHeartRadio app, uh, from out of state, maybe you're up in Houghton, Michigan. I bet we have a bureau chief in Houghton, Michigan. I know we've got people up in the UP. I've got somebody in Escanaba. I've got people in the Sioux. St. Ignace, maybe. Jake's in Orange County, California. That couldn't be further away from the UP. Uh, Sasha listens in Portland, Oregon. Angela's in Nashville. Rob listens in New Orleans. Brent is in Leavenworth, Kansas. And uh, Misty is a new listener in LaGrange, Kentucky. So thanks. Oh, you know what? Oh, no. Yeah. Emilio Delgado died. I didn't know his name either. I didn't either, but I know who it is. Do you? Yeah. Emilio Delgado died at 81 years old. He was Luis on Sesame Street. He played Luis for 40 years. I remember as a kid, Luis and Maria were probably like the first Latinos I saw on television. Like, I went to school. I went to Catholic school. So I went to school with a lot more, like, Hispanic kids, because they're very Catholic, than black kids. We just had a handful of black kids in my school. Um, But I went to school with a lot of, like, Hispanic and Latino kids. And um, Luis and Maria on Sesame Street were formative for a lot of people growing up watching that show. Emilio Delgado was the guy who played. He retired, I think, a little while ago. Um... But he was Luis on Sesame Street for four decades. And uh, he died at home. He had been on hospice care recently. He had blood cancer. And uh, so he died from that. But he would still do stage where He's a working actor. He'd still do stage stuff uh, before the pandemic. 
but he was Luis for a total of 40 years. That's so long to be. Yeah. I mean, that's a steady gig. Good for him. Well, some of those people and, leave and, and then they come, come back. back. Like yeah. they go, I just miss it too much or it's a good gig. He left in the, in the mid 80s, but like within a year, he was back on Sesame Street. One, two, three, four. This is 1978. Yes, when uh, me and like first, first grade being indoctrinated with other cultures. <laughs> yeah, stop trying to stuff this into my kid's brain. You love to hear, just like magic. This very nice word makes the clouds all disappear. I mean, I can't imagine anyone on Sesame Street was getting rich. But to have that gig and to be kind of t committed to that gig, A, you got to like kids because you're working with kids. But man, and just to be so instrumental in so many people's childhoods, you know, that show's been on forever. So no matter when you grew up, there was going to be a group of Sesame Street people that you connected with. And for people my age, it was that OG cast. It was Luis and Maria and Mr. Hooper. And for some people, it was uh, Gina, that actress, Allison Bartlett, who I think is super hot. She was on there for a long, long time. If you're more of a 90s kid, she was probably your thing. But again, uh, Luis covered, a, he was intergenerational, cross generational. Yeah, I remember Luis. That's. But I never knew his name. Yeah. I never, yeah, I knew it. He was always just Luis. Luis. Emilio Delgado. Yep. Well, rest in peace. R.I.P. Luis. Uh, I was speaking to kids. I was reading a story about an assistant principal who got fired because he read a book to a class. Did you see this? No. In, this was in Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> Quit showing off in front of the kids. Here you are. Just read. It wasn't even about the contents of the books. <laughs> just the fact that he could read. <laughs> Looks like we got yeah. a reader here. Get out of here, college boy. We don't do that reading stuff down here. With your fancy left to right identifying <laughs> letters in patterns and formations. <laughs> this is an assistant principal of the Gary Road Elementary School in Jackson, Mississippi. A guy named Toby Price. He was fired. He got a big, long letter that's made the round that is unintentionally hilarious. They basically told him that because of the book he chose, they could no longer trust him. Now, I don't know if this is the case, in this instance, but this is going to be the case as more and more of these school boards are infiltrated by these nut jobs who don't want their kids to learn anything. Yeah. Right? So this guy read a book to a group of second graders called I Need a New Butt. Now, I've read this book to my daughter. I'm sure a lot of people have. It's a funny book. You can go on YouTube and somebody's reading it out loud. Of course. The fart. That's what blew my butt apart. Split the thing clean in two. <laughs> now I wonder what to do. I need a new one. A green one or a blue one. A fat one or a thin one. A wood one, a fat one. or a tin one. Yeah, that's not... Anyway, the book itself, you know, if you buy the book, it'll say, Great for ages five and up. I mean, it's meant to be read to a group of kids. Don McMillan is the, uh, the author. And... Um, he was asked to set up a Zoom call with the second grade class. And um, the principal was going to read to them, and the principal didn't show. 
So the assistant principal said, I grabbed one of my favorite books that I had nearby, and I read it to them. It's just a funny, silly book. He had read it in previous school districts that he worked in before, never had any complaints at all. He's like, I didn't think twice about it. Uh, He got a letter from the school district saying it was a lack of professionalism and impaired judgment, and they fired him. They didn't even bring him in. They fired. This, to me, sounds like they were looking for a reason to get rid of somebody. But anyway... Um, yeah, that, he said, I've been, I've been in education for a long, long time, and I've never had anything uh, happen like this. Uh, he's like, I've never even been late or had a disciplinary meeting or anything. I can't imagine this is a guy who's going to have a hard time finding another job. But uh, I need a new butt. <laughs> <It's> when, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Cardi B story. Kids gather around. Also, the Adventures he, of Demi Rose. The original title for the Huey Lewis song. I need a new butt. <laughs> yeah. First the fake outrage over CRT, and now they're trying to cancel butt history. Come on, kids, gather around. Now listen, a few months back, I read to my daughter's kindergarten class. They'll have, um, I think I told the story at the time, I they'll have parents rotate coming in and reading to the class, and the student picks the book. My daughter picked a book called The Dinosaur That Pooped the World. There's a series called The Dinosaur That Pooped. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure you've seen these. Like, they're I've very popular. because of you. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you've talked uh, about it before. Pooped a planet or pooped mm-hmm. the world or whatever. You know, it eats too much. This dinosaur eats everything and then poops it all out. So, of course, it's a very scatological book. But, I mean, it's silly. It's silly and it's funny. And and what kid's not going to love that? And these kids ate it up because I am, first and foremost, as you know, a performer. Mm. So these kids, I brought the dinosaur that pooped the world to life. Now, I've, I asked you this before, and I can't remember, but did you have the book facing them the whole time and read it? Or did you read it and then show the pictures after nope, you read it? Nope, I did the side thing where okay. I held it up and was able to kind of read it at an angle. Okay. But they could all see it See, I like in the, all of its glory. I like the read it and then present. Really? Read and present, yes. Because they're, then they're paying attention, listening to what you're saying, and then they get that little, uh, the, the pictures show up a little hmm. bit, you know? They're waiting for that. that uh, so yeah. each time they get a little reveal. That hadn't uh, that hadn't occurred to me. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to follow along, and, and uh, I'm reading the words, and they're looking at the, the pictures, whatever. Uh, but this principal was, uh, was fired over, I need a new butt. But so, I'm, I'm sure he'll be ridiculous. fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. He'll find I'm it. sure he'll it's be probably fine. one of those things where he's like, you know, I'm, I think I'm all right getting fired from the school. Yeah, yeah. he's like, else. guys, I, I just took this. I, I needed a gig, right? Butts are safe. Yeah, that's how I ended up in mm-hmm. Jackson, Mississippi, because I needed a gig. Uh, the superintendent declined to comment. So he got, story, he got a big long letter that was making the rounds uh, online. The reason that, just to go back to the book, the reason. The person needs a new butt is because of a fart? In that instance, yes. Okay, so mm-hmm. in that instance, they farted so hard, it blew their butt apart. It blew their butt apart. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah. But you can go online and, and you can, um, um, somebody will read it to you. It's going to make me a little more careful about what I choose to eat for dinner tonight because I don't want to have a butt-destroying fart. Well, listen, you should always be careful about what you're eating for dinner, right? Well, you know. 
But as adults, hopefully we have uh, more load-bearing... <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Yeah, right. Maybe we have... Uh... A crack at the back. Did I do it on the slide? Or on the banister inside? See, the, the point of the book is, he didn't realize he had a crack. He's like, hey, what made my butt split apart when I was sliding down the banister or the water slide? Detective work. So, okay, well, that makes me feel better. That's right. My butt's not going to break because of a fart. Correct. He's Encyclopedia Brown Eye. (laughs) Or when I jumped my BMX, or with the fart. Oh, God, is this Australian? Fart. (laughs) Abort, abort. Yeah. Overseas, it's I need a new bum, <laughs> but over here, it's I need a new a new butt. That happened next. Of course, the fart. Of course, the fart. That's what blew my butt apart. Yeah. Listen, if you want kids to pay attention, <laughs> take that, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't got any Doctor Seuss where they're talking about farts. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Snoozles in the hoozles. Maybe mm-hmm. that's code for the same thing. But um, I don't know how old I need a new butt is, but um, 2012, so it's about 10 years old. And this guy's getting a lot of attention because he's a well-liked educator, an assistant principal. I mean, clearly he's doing something right. You know, he's not a substitute teacher. A lot of times it's the subs who get in trouble because they do something legit stupid. They'll come in and be like, yeah, I have one class. I'm just filling mm-hmm. in today. But tell you what, let me put the black kids over here and put the white kids over here. And you better do what I say because I brought my gun. <laughs> so I, you, you, Yeah, I'll punch you in the head if it doesn't go my way. Man, did you see that video of the, the teacher that slapped a student? Oh, yeah. That was I didn't crazy. see that. Oh, what? man. He slaps his kid, and he slaps the kid so hard that his head like bounces off the wall, and the kid just collapses. Yeah. And then the teacher's like, what? Oh my god yeah. So how much money is the, is the kid's family getting Because I know they're suing It's not even a question I don't know They, they didn't get that far yet But oh my it god. just happened The kid but stood up and said 60 million dollars yeah. And then he fell back down mm-hmm. I am not suicidal I don't gotta go to college anymore <laughs> Alan I'm out driving Uber And had your show on And when you guys were talking about doors and wheels, my passenger told me that they lost 10 IQ points during that conversation. (laughs) That's all? I was shooting for 30. I know some people don't have that to spare, but... I mean, when people started bringing up, like, cheese wheels, like, we're we're, we're in risky territory there. Yeah, it's silly. I, I don't care. It's funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun Listen, conversation. If, got, yeah, if, that's, if that's something that makes you lose IQ points, I don't know if you're working that, with that many in the Listen, first place. I don't have a lot to spare either. Yeah. I'll be real with you. But listen, if you're you're feel free uh, to accommodate your passenger, now, of course. Those IQ points go out a door or a window? <laughs> <laughs> that's another good question. Is the, is the mouth uh, uh, kind of a door? Sure. A door to your stomach? Yeah. The eyes are the windows to the soul. <laughs> Call it. Call the beehole the back door, so... Yeah, everybody's got one of those. Alan, my hemorrhoid burst today, and I also have an anal fissure. I, too, need a new butt. Oh, God. (laughs) What is an anal fissure? Like a cut in your butt? I think so. Isn't a fissure like a geological term? Like there's something in the ground that is uh, cleft in two? 
An anal fissure. It's split. Uh, yeah, it's a, I, I have yeah, a feeling this know, isn't a something. Small tear in the lining of the anus. The lining. Yeah. The lining. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me this isn't something I should um, Google image search. I wouldn't. <laughs> but I'm going. It's all diagrams. <laughs> okay. It's all. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh. It's all diag- Oh, there's a real one. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know how people. What people? What do people do? What do people do? How are people living? Why are these things? This is people's jobs too. This is what they study. They go. Oh, well, listen, if you can be a proctologist or something, I mean, yeah. if you're learning it for that's one thing. But you know, you're you're learning oh, to that, heal that's a bad someone. One. Oh no! But what are people doing to get these conditions? That doesn't sound like something that's congenital. You don't just go, well, I was diagnosed with, uh, I had this thing, and the side effect is anal fissures. That sounds like something that like happens because well, you here, are doing something wrong. Anal fissures uh, may occur when passing hard or large stools. Oh. <laughs> so right, that's, so fix your so, diet. Yeah, well. How hard are your turds that you are tearing oh, God. the lining <laughs> of your body? There's fiber queens out there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was 20. That's 20 IQ points gone. Yes. <laughs> the fiber. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you heal well, an anal fissure? Increase fiber. Mm. Yeah. Eat, fix your diet. What are people doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to eat like a tree or something to fix this. Oh, Jesus. Anywho, I think there's other... Like, I hope you feel better, sir or madam. I bet there's a lot more from sticking things up there from than from po- pooping things out. Mm. They're not doing the proper stretches. I guess. Enough of that, though. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying enough anal fissures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> enough foamy sharts. Uh, enough fiber queens. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, Sarah. Hi. Hi. Sarah, are you no, a fiber queen? Yeah. No, no. Actually, um, they, these are actually really scary. My husband had one, and we didn't know what it was for the longest time. And um, he thought it was just a hemorrhoid. And I was like, oh, I don't really think that's normal and that you shouldn't be feeling that kind of way and stuff like that his got so bad that he ended up in the emergency room and had to have emergency surgery to fix it because his body was going septic so one in three people will end up with a fissure and what it is is your the the poop (laughs) is supposed to go in one direction but instead it like creates its own little path and it's not coming out of your body, so it ends up having, like, um, an abscess. Yeah, it's like retrograde defecation. Yeah, so it just kind of stays there and creates this, like, pocket and an abscess, and it, it is really, really bad. So he ended up having to have surgery on it, and then they had to go back in. And but how did he, de- how did, but what, what did he do to develop it in the first place? Nothing. The, the doctor said one in three people. It's just... What, 30% of the population's walking around with this just happening to them? Maybe not that yes. bad. It's got to be dietary. Wild. And you plan on staying married to him? I mean, 
for right now, again. <laughs> oh, man. Again, I'll, I will rethink my decision. Well, they say sickness and health, and it's mm-hmm. pretty sick. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. wow. Okay, well, thank you, Sarah, for that update <laughs> on your husband's anus. Sarah, that thank you was only from Alan. <laughs> I didn't love that call. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me get to the Friday get down here. And, uh, let's get down. Honey, look at my fisher. Oh, right. All right, listen, the Friday Get Down in honor of the late, great Murray Saul here at WMMS is brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey and delivered to you by one Bill Squire in his own inimitable fashion. Take it away, William. It's Friday! You got to, got to, got to get down on Friday! Get yourself some Cleveland Whiskey and figure out if there's more wheels or more doors. Team Wheels! More Wheelers! More Wheelers! More Wheelers! It's Friday! Wasn't sure if there was going to be an 11th hour... Fisher? Fisher. <laughs> Fisher was... Uh, it, I almost made the switch, but I had already thought of the... But crack up, but crack up. Hey, the Bill Squire Friday Get Down... <laughs> is uh, brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey. The weekend is now officially underway. Do what thou wilt. And now I must leave you as the Brady Bunch is on, and I find four of those children incredibly arousing. (laughs) Get out of here. Be careful of what you say. Be careful in every way. Be careful of what you do. Big Brother is watching you. Be circumspect and discreet. Stay light on your mental feet. One slip and you know you're through. Big Brother is watching you. Conform with all directives. Remember obedience pays. And when you watch that TV screen, remember it works both ways. You'll disappear in a wink Unless you can double think You'll vanish into the blue Big Brother is watching you With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.